0: Well good morning good morning good morning good morning good morning let's get this show on the road let's get this thing started (laughs) amen
1: life amen speak life into your own life good morning everybody and welcome to waking up with the prophet well we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration motivation and a little bit of music to start our day not sure where you're listening from if you're on your way to work coming home from work already at work somewhere working out maybe you called off work today maybe you don't have a job but maybe it's the middle of the night and you just listen to the podcast we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off or ending your day off the right way meaning with the right music right inspiration right mindset, right all that good right stuff with that being said it's time for us to go ahead and get into prayer and i'm so excited about just starting this day off the right way you know what i'm saying just praying because i had a lady hit me up and was like prophet i love your podcast i don't even, i don't get to listen to it you know what I'm saying? every morning because i be at work but i be listening to it when i get off work it just be so good. I listen to it in my car and i just be thanking god just because we're reaching people so let's go ahead and tap into prayer let's cover this room let's cover our day and let's go ahead and move forward all right All right, let's go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we just come to you thanking you right now just for your glory, your peace, your presence. God, we thank you for waking us up this morning with the activity of our limbs, oh God, with the sober mind, with the roof over our head, shoes on our feet, clothes on our back. God, we just stop and give you glory, honor, and praise for all that you are and all that you're doing. God, we thank you, oh God, for continuously stirring up the gifts that you have placed in us, oh God, that makes us effective in this earth. God, we thank you, oh God, that as we slept and slumbered, you did not allow death to overtake us, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for your presence. Precious spirit, God, that that uh, that covers us, that leads us, that guides us. Holy Spirit, we thank you, oh God, for being activated in our life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for our sin that we will still be considered even righteous on today. Father, even as we move forth, we repent of every sin, transgression, and iniquity. Father, if there's anything that we've done to offend any person, oh God, to harm any person, oh God, to to sin against or cause an odd against any person, God, we ask that you'll forgive us right now and cause that person to forgive us right now in the name of Jesus. Just as we forgive those people who have sinned against us that uh, that has transgressed against us, oh God, any person, oh God, that has owed us, oh God, we forgive them right now in the name of Jesus, and we ask that you're creating us a clean heart, and renewing us a righteous spirit, God, cover our mind, God, cover our heart, cover our spirit, oh God, cause it to be fortified by your presence, oh God, God, download into us the agenda of heaven, that we'll know how to walk throughout the earth, oh God, teach us, oh God, your ways, teach us your strategies, God, continue to establish us, oh God, continue to bless us with checks, sales, bonuses, and commission, oh God, we thank you, oh God, for new clients, new customers, new contracts, God, we thank you, oh God, for new people coming into the ministry, God, we thank you, oh God, for new partners, new sponsors. God, we thank you, oh God, for all that you're blessing us with on today. God, we thank you, oh God. Before we just ask you for anything, we just Continuously honor you for everything that you've already done. Father, we also ask that you'll continue to bless this room, God. Cover this room and every person under the sound of my voice, every person that comes into this space, oh God. Allow them to be positively impacted, oh God. Allow them to be blessed, oh God. Allow them to be educated, edified, elevated, and entertained in the name of Jesus, oh God. We thank you, God, because as we pray now, God, I believe by faith that it is so. We thank you, oh God, that all things are working together for our good. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. All right. Yeah, I'm done. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there because I, I can be long winded sometime when I pray, but I ain't going to be long winded today. I'm going to go ahead and get on out the way. With that being said, let me go ahead and cut to another quick song. Let me go ahead and cut to another quick song. And then, of course, we're coming right, right back. You know what I'm saying? So we can get to the scripture of the day. Y'all know how I am. I love my scripture of the day. So I'm going to go ahead, cut to this song and then we're coming right, right back. This is another one by one of my favorites, Korean Hawthorne. So, yeah, I'm going to hit this and then we're coming right, right back. God, because we need you to speak to me. We really do. I need you to speak to me.
2: Dwight Taylor, you'd go. got <laughs> you
3: <try this>,
4: <laughs> <laughs> nothing, feels better than a nose. Nothing's more important than to show you Then nothing thing comes thing closer what the that. vibe is. Nothing's more exciting than the time spent with you. No one but you can be true. How you love me when you love me, and you tell me everything is going to be all right, yeah. And you mean the world to me. You are my everything, and I never, no, never Never ever want to know what it's like without you. I want to wake up to you every day. I think I feel like this forever. As long as we're together, want to know you each and every way. I promise to be honest when I speak to you. Want to put you at the top of my list. Want to walk it like I talk want to give you everything. Please tell me that you're rocking with this. You know all the ways to speak to me. I like it when it just starts talking And you don't hold it against me That you don't really need me for nothing But I need you for everything And when I'm honest with you, telling you my truth, You keep it up with you every time I kick you into it No games, no games, so oh, Don't change, don't change Cause you mean the world to me you are my everything and I never, no never, never ever wanna know what it's like without you I wanna wake up for you every day I think I feel like this forever as long as we're together wanna know you each and every way I promise to be honest when I speak to you wanna put you at the top of my list Wanna walk you like i talk talking wanna give you everything please tell me that you're rocking with this know all the ways to speak to me I wanna wake up to see you every day I think I feel like it's forever As long as we're together Wanna know you each and every way I promise to be honest when I speak to you Wanna put you at the top of my list Wanna walk in like i talk it. Wanna give you everything Please tell me that you're rocking with this You know
3: all the ways to speak to me
1: Yeah, I'm telling you, he does, he does, he does. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome back, still, still, still. I I got you on the perfect people in just a second.
5: Good morning, good morning,
1: good morning.
5: Good morning.
1: Hey everybody, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet where we wake up each and every weekday morning with our fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home for work, already at work, someone working out, maybe you called off work today, maybe you don't have a job. We still want to make sure that you're up, inspired, educated, motivated. You're, you know what I'm saying, with the right attitude and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Putting some pep in your step. Cause yeah, if you put some pep in your step and put Jesus in your step too, guess what? I think your day will go a little bit better. With that being said, though, it's time for us to get to the scripture of the day. The time now is 844, almost 845, which means it's almost time for us to go ahead and check in because once nine o'clock hit, you know what I'm saying, we'll never hear music again because people just come in and we'll just be talking and talking and talking, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, once, you know what I'm saying, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get to the scripture though because I believe in substance. I believe in, you know, developing on the word of God and the word of God today comes from Proverbs chapter number one. Proverbs chapter number one, starting at the eighth verse and I'm going to read eight and nine from the New Living Translation brought to you by BibleGateway.com. And it reads, my child, listen when your father corrects you. Do do not neglect your mother's instruction. What you learn from them will crown you with grace and be a chain of honor around your neck. That's all the scripture say. I'm going to stop and read it one more time because I believe you're a little slow, but you are worth waiting for. It says, my child, listen when your father corrects you. Don't neglect your mother's instruction. What you learn from them will crown you with grace and be a chain of honor around your neck. I'm gonna stop right there. I'm gonna end it right there. Cause y'all know I always give my little small dissertation, but this ain't even gonna give a dissertation to me. You know what I'm saying? A little disclaimer about, that's what I meant, not a dissertation, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm not giving my disclaimer before I give my dissertation, but I ain't gonna give a disclaimer this morning. I'm just gonna go forth from what I believe that God is saying on this morning. And it's really just honor instructions. You know what I'm saying? If you literally honor your parents, if you honor anybody who's over your life, whether it be a spiritual parent, whether it be a natural parent, whether it be a mentor, just continue to honor them. Just continue to obey their instructions. Just continue to listen to their wisdom, because as you do, literally, literally the scripture lets us know that it will be a crown of grace upon your head and you'll be wearing a chain of honor around your neck. And that means that you'll just continue to walk in that presence. You'll continue to walk in that grace. I don't know about your relationship with your parents, but with my parents, I love my mama touch death or to life, whatever you want to say, I love her to death. And when my mom tells me something, I try my best to honor what she says, because I know that true value or true victory comes in me being obedient to her instructions. Because if I believe that that is my true mama and she ain't gonna never lead me astray, I should always value what she says. As a child, I was always curious. I was was always hard-headed. I was always doing what I wanted to do, trying to find something to get into. And my mom used to always get me together. You know what I'm saying? Same with my dad. My dad wasn't as much as a corrector. As he is now but my mom used to always you know what i'm saying give me instructions to get me together and i was always you know what i'm saying just trying to test it and see uh is she is what she's saying really real is what she's saying really valid you know what i'm saying is that really gonna stop me hurt me hinder me distract me delay me and deny me you know what i'm saying and truth is it took me some hard times to actually learn the truth and the value of what she says so now when i look at my life and all that i've come to you know what i'm saying i wear that around my neck like a chain of honor you know what i'm saying i'm crowned with the with a crown of grace because i actually honor it now granted like i said there was some seasons that i didn't do what she said i was very hard-headed just did what i wanted to do in certain seasons but when i learned to actually walk in the authority of her instructions when i learned to walk in the grace of her instructions and the wisdom that she imparted into me that's when my life began to level up. That's when my life began to change. And I want to just admonish everybody in here to continue to do the same thing. Just continue to always be teachable. You know what I'm saying? Even when you think you're grown, come on now, because you know we be. I'm grown. You know what I'm saying? Even when you think you're grown, always remain teachable. Why? Because there are always people looking at you and learning from you as well. And if you can't be teachable, if you can't be learnable, if you can't be workwittable. <laughs> if you can't be work withable, learnable, teachable, all that other good stuff, then imagine what the people who are under you looking at. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I learned from my mom My mom is still submitted to her husband, her pastor, and anybody else. My mom, even me as the prophet, my mom, if I say something is from God, guess what? She she she's submitted, she listened. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I always want to be in my life. I want to be teachable. I want to be learnable. I want to be work withable Amen. Amen. With that being said though, I'm gonna go ahead and cut to my next song so we can get ready to check in. It's a Thursday, it's raining, I ain't feeling the weather. I'm I'm a little mad but hey god gonna be god and and i'm gonna continue to let him be god because i woke up to an email that said payment received and i started shouting because i'm just expecting that for the rest of this year payment received payment received payment received in jesus name amen amen i'm gonna cut to this song and then we're coming right right back to check in do me a favor if you haven't already go ahead and ping some people in the room go ahead and share the room go ahead and drop a good morning in the chat and let's continue to kick this show off the right way
0: amen amen
4: Song is not for you. If you never cried a river or had your heart broken into, this song is not for you. If every day you wake up the sky on blue, But this is for anyone. No matter how you pray, the pain will let you get through. But you try and you try say that, they say that it's over.
3: After everything you've been through. This song is done for you. If you're Shane yeah. to stay <laughs> As long as not
1: Let me do it
3: one more time so I can
1: hear it. That's my key that I sing in. Anyway, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Waking Up With The Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, so working out, maybe you called off work today. Whatever the case may be, we just wanna make sure that you're still starting your day off the right way, meeting with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff, because I just believe by faith that when you start your day off with a little God, with a little prayer, with a little gospel, with a little Jesus, you know what I'm saying, some scripture, good people, conversation, good vibes, good energy. It's tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you're gonna have no ups and downs, no, no, no bumps and bruises, no aggravations, irritations, frustrations, because you definitely gonna have some of those, you know what I'm saying? But you know, if you let God fortify your heart, go before you, things tend to work out a little bit better. Amen. Amen. With that being said, the time now is. 8:54, 8. 8:55, 8. almost. Yeah, 8:55 technically on the dot. You know what I'm saying? So it's time for us to go ahead and check in, cause y'all know once nine o'clock hit and people start bombarding this room, we'll probably never hit music again. So you gotta go ahead and get the dot check in, so we can get into our news and hot topics. Cause today it's a news and hot topics day. I ain't even gonna count but It's a news and hot topics type of day because I didn't look at the news right recently. And I ain't gonna cap. It's just it's 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 funny. It's just a mess. It is just a mess. But let me go ahead and check in. Y'all know how we check in with our three daily questions: What's the weather? What's for breakfast? And how you starting your morning? If you haven't already, pull it to refresh. See where you guys are on the stage because we're gonna go in that order. Uh, also, share the room. Ping some people in the room. Y'all know how we do. And then we're gonna get it started. Amen. Amen. Prophet, it's on you. Loop. Well, good morning good morning everybody good morning um it's raining here it's 59 degrees and it's raining with a high of 68 today um i got stuff to do today i'm gonna be honest i got bills to pay today i got errands to run today i gotta get this paper nerd today. i got stuff to do today i'm kind of frustrated about it because oh yeah know i still ain't gonna no call yet, so i'm kind of mad about it but i think god is gonna always oh, like see his way through god gonna always bless me so I ain't, I ain't gonna be mad about it i woke up to an email that said payment was received so it's paying so god's still working and he's still paying and he's still blessing he's still providing so i can't even say that um as far as my my mood and and whatnot i'm probably on a good five it's the video that i've seen online that tickled me pink pastor charles it was about what what it was a bottle water baptism Pastor Charles, I'm talking about I was tickled pink. I said, if y'all just can't afford a baptism pool, y'all should have just went to the lake like folks back in the day used to do. Not standing in the foyer in the, in the church and water, ba- water bottle baptized people. I'm, I was I was tickle pink, Pastor Charles. I'm talking about they was water baptizing people. I said, okay, you know what? Let me go ahead and get, get off this internet and start this show. <laughs> Cause it really blessed my life. As far as the breakfast, there is no breakfast right now. Y'all know I don't start eating until y'all start talking. Yesterday, I ended up making me some friends toast um yeah some French toast with some eggs and made some sausage on the side you know what I'm saying so I might go down there and do something breakfast see I might make me some bacon and eggs probably throw some rice I don't know y'all know I told y'all I'm trying to get better at grits but I don't know how to cook them for real but I ordered me some cuz y'all know I be having order my groceries and stuff now but I ordered me some grits so hopefully when they come I know how to cook them I'm gonna let y'all know how it go I'll probably be on here cooking them Y'all just pray i don't burn my pot up amen Amen. (laughs) But with that being said, I think that's my check-in for this morning. I'm just excited because it is a great day. God is still blessing. God is still providing. God is still opening doors despite how big sometimes we see the problems. Like I said, when you start your morning and your day off with God, when you start off excited, when you start off with a mind that's ready to bless him no matter what, guess what? As big as the problems may seem to you, you look at them in God's hand and they are so, so small. So I thank God that even when I see my problems, they big to me, but I look at them in the hands of god and i realized how small they are so i'm thankful for it with that being said that's my check-in that's my morning that's my weather that's my breakfast that's how i'm starting my day again pull to refresh to see where you guys are on the stage so you guys can check in in that order if you're in the audience do me a favor go ahead and share the room and drop your check-in in the chat we want to know how you're feeling this morning we want to know where you're listening from where the weather is all that good stuff amen amen all right Ebony, i'm throwing it over to you do
6: Hey, good morning, y'all. Good morning, good morning. Uh, I don't know what it is, but it's cold. Um, I think it's supposed to get up to like 73 today. It's 50 something right now. Um, I just had some coffee, cake, little things. I wanna bring little snacks, out the old child. Uh, I think I'm about to make some iced coffee. That's probably gonna be it for me. Um, yeah, I guess I'm on four. Um, I'm a little tired. But, a four. but nonetheless, I have a major project for school that's due. I have a podcast to record at 10 a.m., so I'm going to school out of here early today. Um, and if y'all still here, when I'm done, I'll come back. But overall, good day. Um, I hope I'm still here for this discussion about Will and Data because I'm irritated.
0: Me too!
6: Real bad, real bad, real bad irritated. Um, it's just giving, who do you think you're fooling? it's giving (laughs) did you think we didn't know
4: it's giving shut up
6: and stop embarrassing him Um, so yeah i have plenty to say about that um but yeah that's that's about that um my day is made y'all last night i got my first review as the acting chief of staff and i got all stellar marks um from everyone from my pastor to my bishop um, about how I carry church anniversary and some other changes in the church so that's my first review so I am considered acting chief for the first six months I'm three months in seller review so far so after my six months I become chief uh, the official chief um, and then next up is executive pastor um, and they're looking to fast track me to that so Ooh, y'all continue to pray with me. Pray for me, child. Heavy Heavy's head that wears the crown, but uh, I thank God for the grace to carry it all. Carry my family, carry school, um, just all of it. Nonprofit, profit all of it. God is gracious, and although I'm tired, I um, can't complain about a full plate when the goal is to eat, right? So, grateful for it all, but looking forward to the conversation. All in all, that's going to be it for me, y'all. That's
3: what's
0: up.
1: Congratulations, congratulations. I'ma steal that little saying too. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. All right, all right. I see you, Ebony. Shout out to that. Congratulations, congratulations, dog. I ain't gonna care. I love working for ministries too, so I can understand the excitement that you feel. You know what I'm saying? Just moving up and being able to make an impact in a local church. Like I, I, I enjoy myself. Oh,
6: Mama Lynn, Mama Lynn, I love you, girl. But you know, if you're gonna be snooping on Facebook, you gotta stop liking stuff that's how we know what you be <laughs> stupid you mama, mama lynn went back the april child to when we showed the very first picture of roman child she went way back on my page.
5: hey <laughs> like, don't be don't be uh-uh, uh-uh let me so look at mama lynn, look, lynn on my page look. you know you was talking about him and how the babies uh look like they daddy so i went back and looked and i was like oh they do they look like identical twins. <laughs> they do, yeah. And then I just started scrolling. I seen when uh, they were um Christian. And I was like, oh. You know, so if I go back and look, yeah, I know, I know. And then sometimes y'all stuff come up so late in my timeline. I don't know nothing about Facebook, so, you know. And my daughter could tell you and my son could tell you. But I just love it. I love looking at y'all pictures. As y'all see, I put a new picture up, but I explain that when Mm my time comes. All right. (laughs)
1: Hey, Amen. <laughs> well, thank you so much. <laughs> like MD. I appreciate that. <laughs> Call Mama Lid out. I ain't gonna cap Mama Lid, that's exactly how I be. I ain't gonna cap. Some people don't even be my friend. I'll be like, hold on, let me go to their page, see what they posted. And then I just start liking pictures and they be like, what's I was just being old and just snooping. <laughs> so I'm here I'll ride along with you, Mama Lid. <laughs> All right, Pastor Charles. I'm throwing it over to you, sir. Good morning. How you doing? Go ahead and check in for us.
7: Good morning, good morning. It's a great day in the neighborhood and a beautiful day for a neighbor. Praise the Lord, won't you be my? will not you be my neighbor? Amen. Said the said the late uh, uh, Fred um, and um, we're thankful to God for um, being alive and and just uh, everything's well. Uh, in terms of temperature. At the moment, it's roughly about 67 degrees here in central Texas. Um, on a scale of one to five, five being the highest, I am about a three and a half, um, going to four now. Um, I was feeling like my nose was about to relocate somewhere else because of whatever allergies I kind of felt there was something was happening. And uh Thank you, Carlette. She got my person up there, Fred Rogers. Yep, Mr. Rogers. But anyway, um, I felt like my na- my nose is about to relocate this morning at first, and so I immediately got my uh, remedy that I use. is called Alkalol, and so I went on ahead and drowned my sinuses with that. And praise the Lord, I feel so much better. I feel like everything is all clear and clean now. So. Uh, so bind every devil that's trying to cause problems in my nasal passages today. <laughs> um uh um what's going on in my morning everything, I mean nothing really much, I, um I've been given a mandate. My wife has already gone to work, but she left me instructions of things that she wants to have done. And so if any if you're a man on here, you understand that oh, you um, got a honeydew list? Yeah, I've already I mean I'm I'm sitting here trying to I'm still trying to live my own life and, and I thought my own life, but I guess my life is is uh, hers too. Uh, even when she, when we're away, you know, I'm a I know that, but I I do have to deal with this thing, you know, uh, uh, with uh, with trying to get for other folks' work done as well as mine, you know. But anyway, and that's a good, it's it's all it's all good. I ain't mad with it. Um, yeah, everything was great. I think I was all right until I saw somebody put up there. Uh, they had a picture of of, uh, of an of a, a older lady up there and said, so you're going to Will and Jada us all day, I see. <laughs> well, I heard nothing. And then I went on ahead and looked up. I said, oh Lord, she, I think it'll be all right if she would just shut up. Anybody ask her to talk? Just be quiet. Just be quiet. All right. Amen. We've been going with our, our lives and our business. Um, everything's a good day. And I'm going to release the mic to someone else. God bless. <laughs> I love it, Pastor
1: Charles. Did you see the video about the water baptism? I mean, the water bottle baptism.
7: No, and I wouldn't be tickled pink about it either. I am not abused or pleased as a result. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Look, we, we are, we're a little smir- we're a little church. We could for- we could afford a, a baptism pool. Praise the <laughs> Lord Put your money in the right place. Hallelujah. Glory. Pastor Charles,
1: <laughs> I would have said at least take you out, but to the to the to the uh, to the community pool or something. Not no water bottle baptism. I'm gonna have to send it to you. I'm gonna have to post it in the, in the chat because <laughs> when I tell you I was tickled Pete. Because I mean, I mean, I get the struggle. I get it because they ain't have no other choice. But I would have went down to the riverside or something. Essence, <laughs> I'm throwing it over to you. Go ahead, and check in. <laughs> my music. I got you. Gotta wait till the beat drop.
2: Okay, I had to make sure because I'm like everybody got music except for me. Where mine? Where mine? Where mine's <laughs> on the track? Shoot. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, it is. I just know it's. Well, no, it's not that cold today. It's 54 degrees as of now. Considering that yesterday was at 39, this is definitely a nice little change. Um, as far as what I'm at, I'm probably about a four. Um, I, just, I got some stuff on my mind, but I feel good. i blessed. Uh, I can't complain. My son is doing well in the school and he's doing well where he is. Like I testified the other day, his he Head Start Funding came through. Um though so, you know this mama ain't paying what i am been out here Um but I'm just on the brink of some a lot of changes. Um and I just not, I got a lot of stuff on my mind, but you know, God gives perfect peace. our mind stayed on the Lord. So trying to relish in that um today in that particular scripture. Um let's see, I am working today for breakfast. I don't know what I'm gonna eat. Honestly don't know. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what the Lord does. I don't know what I'm gonna eat. Um, all I do know is I'm getting ready for my baby's birthday because his birthday is today's way. And so three. Three, okay. My baby, another year on my baby. He's gonna be three. And so I am kind of planning an impromptu movie date on Wednesday to see Paw Patrol, but also doing his little goodie bags. I ordered some stuff on Amazon last night and then I'm going to get some stuff from Target today for his little class goodie bags and then we're going to go to the movies after he get out of school and that's what we're going to do. Um, and then also too, preparing to go to Indianapolis. Godfather's um, church is doing a um, they're moving into their new editing so we're going to go celebrate with him. And these are the set of godparents he has not met yet. So uh, that's going to be exciting. He gets to meet his third set of godparents. And so I'm really excited Not about that. Not the third set. He has three sets of godparents. Yes, sir. Three sets. <laughs> Not three sets of godparents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two, two of the three sets of preachers. So, you know, I'm good with that. The other guy, Mama, is my best friend, my childhood best friend. We've been friends since we were 11 um and so we are now both 36 so you can count the years and and see how many years 25 years for sure of friendship um of falling out and falling in so of growing up and growing out and experiencing life so yeah he has three so you're gonna meet his other set of godparents um and so i'm excited about that um and we're gonna do some stuff and you know be able to get break and uh, good things so that's all i'm getting ready for this week and next um and yeah, that's what I got
1: going on. That's what I got going on. I'm gonna pass the mic. I, I also appreciate it, appreciate it. <laughs> Listen, I done paint the link up there. If y'all ain't
0: seen it, go ahead and click that link
1: and just watch this water bottle baptism. I'm talking about what I tell you.
0: It's the funniest
1: thing in the world. Then he got two water bottles of over on this
0: man's head.
1: It says you was baptized. <laughs> Mama Lynn,
8: I'm throwing it over to you. do skipping me so.
1: Oh, it's on you, Julie. I'm sorry. No, it ain't on you. You laugh. It's
5: on Mama Lynn than you. Well let Julie go, cause she might be at work. I know I'm at work, but I got <laughs> more freedom probably.
1: All right, Julie, I'm throwing it to you then. I'm doing you.
8: house. Do-do-do-do good that's morning about. julie my sign is killing me too my sign is really killing me i know i know what it feel like um this morning is very warm here in florida i think we are under um our tornado warning. warning that's the reason why it's so hot it's very hot and um, 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 for the weekend i'm I already didn't see the reunion tour so um now i'm gonna see um what her name is the belief tour now Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, and um, what else again? Yeah, and also they need to throw the whole jetta, pick it, spin away. She need to throw it away, it throw in the garbage or something.
9: <laughs> that woman ain't
8: making no sense. That, that, that woman ain't making no sense. I am dead serious. You, well, that man already embarrassed himself for you, and now you can come here and talk about this stupidness. <laughs> they really the That woman ain't making no sense. I trying to figure what's what to stop why why winning really divorces? Is it because of the money? Because me one like me, I have no patience. I would have done divorce a long time. From the tanglement um, some issue. But do Lord forgive me for, for for divorce for a quick spur divorce.
9: <laughs>
8: <laughs> so, other than that, I'm good. This morning I had um spinach egg on um, it, bacon and pancake That's about it. And two cup of tea. That's, what's That's up, about it.
1: You said you had tea instead of coffee.
8: I don't drink coffee. Coffee's give me headache. Uh-oh. So
1: you
8: had yeah. tea. Yeah, I had two cup of tea. I, I'm a tea person. I drink tea all day. I can drink four, six tea by the end of the day.
0: Oh, uh-uh. I only drink you it when this cold.
8: i I don't know maybe because i'm underneath that british monarchy thing so
0: yeah yeah because that's all y'all do is
1: drink tea over there
8: yeah i drink tea all day morning night and day i even have a i I even have a tea dispenser.
7: hi julie
8: hi 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 i miss you I miss all y'all. I don't be in here that much because I be working so hard. Other than that, I'm good. So let me show the beast Verizon. Ain't helping me right now.
0: Yeah, I was going to say your phone actually working this time.
8: Yeah, Verizon. That's why I don't hardly really be in here that. Verizon will be acting. It be acting up. And then you know the hospital. You can't go on their Wi-Fi with these um um oh, um um podcasts, podcasting. This block that right away. All right, and have a
0: nice day. <laughs> all right, Julie. Mama Lane, I'm going to throw it all over to you. Do-do-do.
5: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Julie had a big breakfast. She said she had spinach, eggs, sausage, or bacon, and pancakes and tea. Boy, I'll be somewhere laying down. <laughs> I eat heavy. I eat heavy. I eat heavy in the morning.
8: Ooh. Like it ain't um, no
5: off-sealing rice. Uh, I'm on a five this morning. I got up super early because I had a doctor's appointment. As y'all know, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yay. Um, I'm going into my ninth year. Yay. And I had to get up and go take my yearly mammogram test. So I'm not worried about that either. Um, so I am on a five, maybe a ten uh probably bouncing off walls because i didn't plenty of coffee this morning so that was my breakfast with banana and uh the weather here is 52 degrees with a high of 81 i don't know we live in this crazy midwest and the weather just ping pongs around you try to go along with it as best as you can um I think I hit all the points. Uh, essence, I understand child care because uh, cal- child care is like paying a mortgage or either uh, rent for an apartment, whichever one you want to look at. It is very expensive. <laughs> so I am greatly waiting the conversation. I do not care about Jada and Will. Will said he was getting no divorce. So it is what it is. I don't like the fact that th- this man's career uh, got tainted by him slapping that man for talking about his wife. And now uh, he should have slapped her and said slapped him. I, I'm gonna be <laughs> there. I know you shouldn't put your hands on put your hands on nobody, but uh, if he didn't talk about it and tell it, why should she? Keep your mouth closed, you know. It ain't everybody's business. I don't care. I don't live in the house with them. And I really don't care. Ain't my problem. I just pray for them. Fix it or either. I don't know. I don't know what to say. But fix it. Pray for them. Uh, or... I don't know. But uh, I'm. it's sad. It's sad. It's sad. People don't take the vows seriously, and they should. You shouldn't say I do without paying attention to what them vows say. Because you're not only making a covenant with that man or woman, you're making a covenant with God. And I'm going to leave it right there.
1: Mama Lynn, I don't think they care about no covenant with God no more. I'm going to just be honest. People don't care about no covenant with God no more. People bear just, I don't know. But I mean... I ain't gonna cap mama Lynn. we finna get into it in just a second I'm after this song break because I, I I ain't gonna care. I was the same way I was like Jay why do we even care like I'm so tired of her like why do we even care but at the same time it did bring up it did bring up some valid thoughts and some valid questions in my in my head because truth is they did honor that I mean they honoring their vows technically they ain't they ain't divorced like that's that's what I'm saying they they not divorced they separated not divorced they still technically married you know what i'm saying technically one which is probably why we still see them all out together and all that other stuff sometimes but hey it is, and what it is.
5: living under the same roof so why say anything about it you're right they live you under right. the same roof they might sleep in separate bedrooms i don't care they kids is happy i don't care
3: quit putting all your business
5: out in the street it ain't nobody's business stop if he didn't say nothing about it why should you who you getting sympathy for you or him everybody looking at him talking about paul will they ain't saying paul jada they saying paul will
1: listen we go. we're gonna address it in just a second because i mean i wasn't i ain't even thinking about Poe wheel I ain't,
0: I ain't i ain't i ain't i
1: ain't even looking at it in that point i mean granted it is bad but at the same time I mean, he's supposed to be the man in his house, but whatever. Let me go ahead and cut to this song really quickly so we can come back and refresh, you right. know what I'm saying, and get into this news and hot topics, because I think this Jaden and Will conversation is definitely going to be interesting. But another conversation I want to have right before we hop into that is this Carly Got Doggone Russell from Alabama who just got sentenced yesterday. Look, let me cut to my song and then we're going to come right back and hop right on in. This is your
10: And the birds ain't chirping about it And you've done more for me Than you've done for the trees So why would I even doubt it If the rocks on the ground can sink. it And the sky full of clouds can paint it Who am I to be here complaining Only thinking about what I would change Yeah, this is your world Uh, I'm just living in it I'm just walking through it Knowing that you're with me, Mm -hmm. this is your world. I'm just living in it, I'm just playing through it, -hmm. knowing that you're listening. Hold up every single one of my own plans. See, I really have your heart, so i put them in your hands. Mm -hmm. This is your world. I'm just living got the whole in it world. In his mind, got the, whole world. Yeah. the world hasn't stopped turning huh? And the sun hasn't stopped running huh? You make the universe expand Just because you can not But I know you're more concerned about me yeah.
7: Working at another minute
10: to my life Before I started to try it out the finish the line your world. Uh, I'm just living in it. I'm just walking through it. uh, Knowing that you're with uh, me. This is your world. Hey, I'm just living in it. Uh, I'm just praying through it. Hey, knowing that you listen. Oh God, every single one of my own brains. See, I better have you. Is I'm just
3: living
1: the world. in Alright. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We back. Uh-uh. Chill out
7: on the next song.
1: Good morning. We back. We back. We back. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm back. All right. Stop out of that clapping. Good job. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Waking Up With The Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, so we're working out. Maybe you called out of work. Whatever the case may be, we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. With that being said, it's time to get into the news and hot topics it's time to get to do the hot topics because y'all know me as much as I like to keep a bob in my hand and talk about all the spiritual stuff all the deep stuff I also like to you know what I'm saying be well balanced I also like to keep an Instagram a, a Twitter a, a, a CNN or a Fox News in my hand too so I can know what's going on in the world and stuff like that okay so with that being said It's one particular story that we was following for a minute. We was all up in arms about it. Like, and it was hilarious at one point. It was the God Doggo Carly Russell story. Of course, we know Carly Russell because apparently she was in Alabama in Hoover, my neck of the woods. You know what I'm saying? And apparently she stopped on the side of the road because she seen a baby walking or something like that, whatever the case may be. Long story short, it was fake. It was a hoax. The girl lied. She was, she was, out somewhere chilling trying to get away from her boyfriend or whatever the case may be well in the midst of you know all that happened of course they got her they, they they got her they had to you know lock her up and all this other stuff they had to charge her so in the midst of charging her she was found guilty um the article says the alabama woman who admitted to faking her own kidnapping was found guilty of two misdemeanor charges related to the case according to cnn um affiliates wmabc russell had pleaded not guilty to one count of a false report to a law officer and um, another count of false reporting the incident. The judge found her guilty on yesterday and sentenced her to spend one year in jail and pay nearly $18,000 in restitution, according to the reports. So, uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna care. I don't, I don't feel bad for her, but I kind of feel bad for because dog, Carly. Like, you, you just put yourself at $20,000 worth of debt because now you got to pay back Hoover. After you spend a year in jail, like, you got to spend a year in jail for one. And then after this year in jail, you got to pay nearly $2,000. I mean, yeah, $20,000 worth of debt back or restitution back. I think that's a little sad. Not too much, but at the same time, I, I think that's kind of fair. Ebony, what you would have given? Because I know you was real invested just like me on this story. Five in years. This-
6: Five years. You need oh five years. You need five years, sis. Andy, I mean, not no, five no, years. no, I'm I'm being funny. I'm being funny. I think a year, <laughs> I think a year is fair. I think that eighteen thousand is fair because that's 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 resources that were wasted. That's money, that's manpower hours that the state of Alabama had to pay. Because you out here playing peekaboo, and <laughs> I go see. I really, all I want to know is where was she? They say she was at a hotel or something. I want to know if that's true. Where were you and what was you doing? And I just want to ask her one question. Why you had to take the wig off? <laughs> Why'd you take the wig off? What did that add to the story? How, how did that add to your case, baby? Uh, maybe she didn't want to be recognized. I don't know. I just have questions. That would have been part of the sentence for me. I'd have made her get on national TV and spill it all out from every second. When did you start planning it? Where was you all the hours? Tell us everything you did. Where you was? What you ate? How long you slept? I would make her say everything she did in forty eight hours. That's just me. I, I would. That would have been part of her sentence because you know uh, the world wants to know. Uh, we was held up praying for the child, and she would just eat Dorash under
8: the name of Chantel Bronx. Who was a Chantel Bronx? And where did you come up with that name? <laughs> I just got questions. I got so many questions. <laughs> throw her in jail. She
1: that's an ex <laughs> <laughs> Julie, not you two jump some throwing jail. I mean they gave her a year. I think a year is kinda fair. You know what I'm saying? I think the year is fair. But the $18,000, I don't know, if it, like, that's a lie. I mean, I get it.
6: That's like what you she said get. <laughs> that's what she get. That's that's so much money. I mean, it's probably more than that that was wasted. Willa said in the comments, restitution of house arrest. No, house arrest is too fair. That's too fair. Because all her little friends can come over and she's going to be partying. She's going to know what's going on in society. She needs to be in jail. Love. You, need, you need to be held. Because apparently this is a pattern of behavior for her her you know friends and family she's she's a habitual liar and this time she just took it too far she needs to go to jail house arrest is too good it's too good in my opinion i said just
1: hold her on restitution
5: i like the way she said jail (laughs) can she say that again jail (laughs)
1: love he said send her to jail Well, I think the one year is fair. I don't think that she should have got, she should get more than a year. Because maybe she was really under some, 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 some duress, some, 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 some issue. Like maybe she was really under some pressure. And then you got to think about it, the charges of misdemeanors. Like she got charged for, for uh, one count of, uh, of false reporting to law officers, um, uh, law enforcement authorities. And then one count of falsely reporting an incident. So, I mean, for both counts, they gave her the whole year plus the restitution but i think the restitution is a bit much because them people people's gonna be out there anyway uh working it ain't like they 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 gotta they pay nah, the people overtime or something. yeah
6: they did they absolutely did that people was out there scouring fields from sun up to sundown looking for her body they called an fbi agent people took time away from their families it was the weekend mind you. People took time away yeah, from their yeah. families. Nah, bruh. No, nah, she. No, nah, she need to pay all of that. Now, granted, <laughs> she's going to jail, so we the taxpayers are gonna be paying the house her for this next year. Right. Like her, she. She need to sweat. She need to sweat and find that eighteen
1: thousand dollars. <laughs> she need to sweat and find that eighteen thousand dollars. Like they found her. <laughs>
5: I'm screaming about the you Ebony, say. I agree with you.
8: I <laughs> said what, with Ebony? I agree with Ebony. Modify of I fact, mean you need to throw troll, troll, troll the whole book away on not? I'm wasting my time. You should see me praying and fasting for that young lady.
1: <laughs> not praying and fasting.
6: I just think about all these missing Black kids, man. All these missing Black kids who don't get 30 seconds of news time. And yeah. you took up our whole news feed. For a whole weekend, and then you Thanks. just got on down the street and just ring the doorbell. Hey, I'm back.
9: <laughs> no, sis,
6: nah, nah. That that for me is really the part that is just completely unforgivable. The one time they gave us the the airtime for a missing black woman is the one time your tail is lying. That the implications of that, yeah, nah, bro, she's go to jail
1: did y'all hear they also just passed the ebony alert too where they'll actually start you know yeah they'll start actually sending the ebony for missing black kids instead of the amber alert
6: and it ain't even just kids it goes up to age 25.
0: oh wow i didn't even know that part okay yeah
6: it goes up to age 25. there's a lot of missing young adults that don't get that kind of coverage stupid people over over on the shade room are mad so my why we need a separate alert? Okay, first we want all black everything. Then when they give us something, we complain. Like shut up, y'all just want to be mad. But read the article; it tells you it's it's from you know childhood up to twenty five. So there's a lot of missing young adults, sex trafficked, all of that. It's gonna cover all of it. So it's it's really really a great thing. It really is a great thing
1: yeah that is good i'm gonna have to go back and check that out because i didn't read all the details of it but i did see the headline that said they actually passed the bill of the law for there to be the ebony alert so that's kind of dope that's really kind of dope but i imagine like if the ebony alert went off on on her you know what i'm saying on carly we still probably would have been feeling the same way but then it's like dog for you to pull this hoax on everybody Man, that that kind of, and I'm surprised though, cause I ain't gonna cap. Hoover is a harsh place, and I thought Hoover honestly would have gave her gave her more time, because it's ran by crackers. let To be honest, it's ran by white folks, and they really don't like us over there in Hoover anyway. But you know, them hitting her with that eighteen thousand dollar restitution. Excuse me, them hitting her with that eighteen thousand dollar restitution is what they really want hoover is one of them cities that's all about the money anyway but my thing is ain't like she got it to give what's she gonna get the eighteen thousand dollars from
6: <laughs> what's up Her parents got boy? money her parents got money child. she'll
8: make it
1: <laughs> they got money she gonna make it <laughs> it ain't her parents job to pay it and i
5: my ain't paying money. it i don't care i don't care if i was her parents i wouldn't be paying it. right that's your bill ain't nothing right of mine. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no I'm sorry Dude, my mama wants me I'm brought hundred
1: dollars back now
5: tell me some what, what
1: no my parents ain't doing it
0: <laughs> good morning Will hey good morning y'all um yeah so you know I think uh they just gonna make an example of her you know people have done less time for far worse but you know right. I, I'm like you Ebony Ebony I I don't feel bad for her you know I think it was crazy all of us were all worked up story didn't seem really right anyway in the beginning we kind of you know went along with it but I think most of us kind of thought ah, that seemed a little suspect but we're gonna we're gonna roll with it but uh she let us down but in the end my, my whole point was just the state probably gonna spend $35,000 taking care of her for the year and she's just gonna pay 18,000 back over some point in time so you know and they'll probably put her to work doing something and you know so it's, it's not really going to net anything for Hoover, but, uh, yeah, it's just a crazy situation. She got caught up in a bad situation. I think one thing, though, is that I'll extend a little grace because she's young and a little, you know, naive and stupid. She probably had no idea that this she wanted some more attention from this boyfriend. She had no yeah. idea that this could snowball into what it did. So, you know, I'm willing to extend a little grace in that regard. And, you know, I, I wish she didn't have to be made example of, but I'm pretty sure they are going. they're going to give it to her. And now a boyfriend famous getting booked at clubs and stuff, because your
1: dumb tail <laughs> didn't want to go missing. <laughs> that was the kicker for me. How your boyfriend like get famous and get clout just because you want to be dumb. That's, and that'll be the only part where I extend grace to her a little bit. Cause like, you're a child, you dumb, you dumb.
0: How was she? She's like, what, 22? How old is she? She's young. I think young. she was
1: like 22, 21.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> I did make some crazy decisions at 21, but not that crazy. I, mean, yeah, I wouldn't I have done nothing like that.
2: that.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> she just didn't realize Though She just didn't realize.
5: She oh,
6: realized yeah. it now. No, nah, she knew y'all. That girl researched the day. On right. Amber I was
5: going to say, I, I she had heard. research.
6: Do you have to pay she for knew. an Amber Alert? <laughs> she knew. And what's so ironic about it is you did all of this because supposedly he cheated on you with a stripper. Well, baby, you done ran him into the arms of the stripper now. Into, into all of America. Them girls is throwing him tail left and right. Yeah. Because of what you done done. So you you really you really just played yourself. She played herself. Hey,
0: yo, she so I did herself. have a question. I did have a question for y'all about the, the uh, ebony alert because I hadn't heard about that. So, I mean, it, who, who sponsors the ebony alert? Is it part of the national broadcast system just like the amber alert? Or what? what is the whole ebony alert thing? I mean, I get the gist of it, but who's behind that?
6: I'm not sure who's sponsoring it. I would have to go back and look again. I really
3: didn't pay attention to who's sponsoring it.
0: Oh, I was just Um, curious because I was like in my mind thinking, oh, Lord, if we get an Ebony alert, you know, sometimes if they differentiate like that, are people going to really, you know how people can be, are they going to pay as much attention to an Ebony alert as they are to an Amber alert? So I would hope it's not coming from the same organization that runs the Amber alert because I just kind of see that as a way to differentiate which could be problematic for us in the future but if it's another you know something else then i think it would be it would be beneficial for us
6: my understanding is that the alert is still going to go out generally but ebony alert is like a subtitle from the way that i i understood it so when it comes out it comes out you know of course as an amber alert um, but if it's somebody who's over the age of 18, they will specifically put, you know, Ebony alert, if it's a child, it'll be an Amber alert, but it will have that, you know, that subtitle title of, of Ebony alert. That's my gotcha.
9: understanding. So it well, will trigger
6: a whole other system. So there's a right. team that'll be specifically, you know, I guess, delegated to work on those Ebony alerts. That's the way cool, I
7: understand cool. it. So, so it, 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 started, uh, it started in California. Uh, they, they're the one that signed the bill um to start it off and so we of course we got the amber amber alert and i don't know if y'all knew this but we have a silver alert as well uh so What's amber the silver alert,
1: alert? Silver yeah. oh silver. yeah the silver the alert is always elderly, active over right? here. yeah yeah the elderly. elderly i
0: didn't know that okay i we didn't get know silver, had a silver we alert. get
6: silver alerts all the time mainly for those who have like dementia or whatever those who have taken off in their car They'll put the silver alerts out oh, on okay. here um, with their license plate, you know, basically like, you know, look out for this car or whatever. So they've captured a lot of people who have, like, dementia or whatever, um, you know, and they were, like, driving and got lost, couldn't remember how to get home. It saved a lot of lives so far.
1: Yeah. Sure. I've seen stories about that on the news where older people would get in their car and they had dementia at all times and just drive and then get lost. Like I've heard that, but I didn't know it was the actual alert for. I it.
6: think after age sixty, you need to take the driver's test every year. Just my opinion. Just <laughs> my opinion, and I'm not being ageist. Sixty at all. is
0: not old. But I mean, I mean people, I'm not even near it, but sixty is not sixty. I think is that's not that's old.
6: The easy way to catch it. Let's catch it early, child. There's, there's early onset Alzheimer's.
3: That's
0: early
6: onset. Y'all laughing. I'm dead serious. There's early onset Alzheimer's. Like after sixty, let's catch it. Your vision.
0: Your I was reflexes. thinking 75. <laughs> no, child.
6: 60. Especially for this new generation that's aging early. They 16 looking like they
1: 35. Started. <laughs> I was going to say the same way. I'll get a good 70, maybe 75 or 60. Even 65, I probably would push it to 65. M said 60. We need to get you before it even hit. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> I think this is interesting, though, because I mean, truth is, I've never known that there was a silver alert. And granted, having the Amber Alert now, um, I think will kind of be more effective. But Will did raise an important question. How many people will actually look at it and really not pay attention to it? Kind of like how we do with the Amber Alert. I ain't going go, to cap. If an Amber Alert go off, most of the time, I ain't paying no attention to it. And if I do pay attention to it, I might see, you know, what type of name, car, description of the person. But at the same time, I ain't somebody who be out there looking
0: out like, ooh, that a red cop.
1: No, but I ain't going to count for ebony alert. If an ebony alert go off, and I know it's one of my, my, uh, my fellow black and brown young men and young women, I might pay a little bit more attention to it. Well, I, I think that's human. That's us.
0: human, human nature. Uh, but I, I, y'all like me when I I get frustrated with the Amber Alerts because you know five hours later they'll tell you uh, that it was the father who has the child or it was the mother who has the child, which nine times out of ten they're not gonna harm the child. That's just kind of my frustration. Like I wish they would say those things up front instead of just making you think the child has been abducted. You know, just say it's with a parent. But you know, that's just that's just me. So I get a little frustrated about it.
1: I think sometimes they do that, though, because of how it's reported. Because, you know, parents sometimes will probably get into a domestic altercation. And of them course, them. because one parent takes the other child, now we got to call the police because they took my baby. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where that problem comes in a lot. Like, when it became, when it's two parents, and now we got to treat it like it's an abduction, abduction case because y'all yeah, fighting as parents. I don't like that.
5: Uh, on the way to work, you know, on on the highway, they have up on the screen that there is a black sedan, and they give a a, a license plate number. And most of the time, when we see that, we know it's a a, a seasoned folk that right. they're looking for, or I either a them? stolen car. So, um, yeah, I see them. I try to look, but I'm on the highway, so you know, you're trying to stay focused. You ain't trying to be looking at everybody's car, see if that's it. So, But, yeah, uh, I like the new alerts. We need them. Um, hey, People going to complain how you fix your eggs in the morning. So, hey, <laughs> and properly cooking grits is real easy. Just stand there and watch them, and please stir them, because if not, you they're going to have lungs.
1: See, uh, I ain't a patient cook all the time, so you don't have to pray for me in that patience. (laughs) If you can fix oatmeal,
5: you can fix grits.
1: Mama, I fix instant oatmeal. My oatmeal goes in the microwave, just like my grits. My grits go in the microwave. My oatmeal goes in the microwave. (laughs) Pray for me. <laughs> but no, diverting topics just a little bit, because y'all know we we don't lose a hot topic. thank you, uh, Dr. Trainer, for coming in the room. I see you down there. Feel free to jump in wherever you feel uh feel fit. Uh, we was recently just talking about the Carly Russell story because they actually sentenced Carly to a year in jail. And an eighteen thousand dollar restitution. So um, when she get out of jail, she gonna be having to try to pay the court back, which I think is stupid because that's probably still gonna take her another year and a half just to get out of the. You know, what I'm saying that restitution amount. And you know, most of the time when you go to jail for a year and get out on restitution, they put you on some type of probation. And if you you know don't meet the you know don't meet the requirements of your probation, you probably got to go back to jail. So let's just hope you know what I'm saying like her life. um that she makes something out of her life after this you know what i'm saying like i agree with everybody that she does needs to face consequences when it comes to this um i you know i'm I, maybe i'm just trying to give a grace on that 18 uh eighteen thousand because i know that's that's a lot of money but i mean i definitely feel like you know, she needs some, she needs to learn from this, you know, from this incident. She definitely needs to face the consequences. But I'm still pray, praying for her that, you know, after this is all said and done in a year when she gets out of jail or, or two years, whatever the case may be, when all this is said and done, that she's able to still build a healthy life from this. Hopefully, write a book or something to, and tell us why she did this. Maybe go on a couple of interviews or something, like, to salvage her life. Because I would hate to see this young Black girl throw her life away like this now granted she kind of already did throw her life away but I hope that you know there'll be some type of bounce back for her in the end let me just be honest her
5: life ain't thrown away Mm -mm, her life ain't thrown away this is a wake up call I
1: hope it is a wake up call but even still mama lynn they put her in the system and putting her in that they, that rest of two she put herself in that position but even still for a lot of good black people who get into stupid stuff like that they don't realize how much of a mess up that is and granted pray it's a wake up call for when she get out she can rebuild her life the right way but i also have been somebody who's been a, who's been affected by the system before and it took me a minute to rebuild my life to get a new house get a new car reestablish you know what i'm saying success so I just hope that, you know, and I think she was in school for nursing as well at one point, or that's what they said, like she was going to UAB for nursing. So I just hope that she's able to rebuild her life after this, because I don't think she mm-hmm. ruined it completely. Mm-hmm. You feel they right, have you? A nursing, I said
8: with she nursing, ain't. I don't think she didn't she get back in that field, because first of all, they can try to figure it, um, psych- her psychological help. She didn't get back in, she go somewhere. Like, you know, sometimes I feel like when people make certain decisions, I feel like, like, they feel like they doing a su it's like a suicidal. Like you like some of them can't recover from certain um things. That's like how like um like how um it's like that. Um like Monica, um the one with the um Bill we'll put her name with the president again. Clinton. I wonder how our life sometimes I wonder when they make certain decisions, how how do they after that, how do they life, you know? Because child I know for sure
11: they ain't gonna put in no healthcare system to be no nurse, child Mm-hmm. Well, she was going to school for nursing. She was going to school for nursing. And, and oh, good morning, everyone. Uh, this is Dr. Trina. But listen, I, I, I kind of, there's something deep. There's a deep underlying here somewhere, Technology. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she can't they can judge that of, they can
8: judge about that dr trina i'm telling you Especially
11: the first. I get, well, I, i'm just saying she go she was going to school but that that field has been uh she will not be able to go back in that field unless she gonna be a cna or something like that but i i don't i don't see her going into that realm of being you know uh it, it's unfortunate it's it's something like i said it's a uh, you know we don't try to play devil advocate or nothing but there's something deep within uh, that calls a person to do what she did and um, and I, I I'm like mother Lynn I I hope I'm hoping and praying um, that it is a wake-up call um, to have to go a, a year in prison a year in jail I don't know if they're gonna put her in a, a certain type of jail system, us, uh, you know, if she's going to to the county because it's just a year or do she have to go do certain things um, because it's, you know, it's not a federal crime. So they're not going to send her to no uh, Martha Stewart type place. Um, but um, but it's it's under to me this is me and i'm going to dock my yacht um that there's some things that was going on with her with relationships her, her her you know her parents um there there was something that was uh that was signs along the way some somewhere there were some signs along the way showing that she had some um unbalanced or unstable uh issues and so um to pl- uh, to plot a hoax like that uh, that's just you attention getter she was trying to get somebody's attention do something um ex-boyfriend somebody I don't know but it went too far and when it went that far it, it was no return uh, and so but um i, I she's young she's 20 something years old 25 26. I just by the time she get out of there, I think she'll be 26. She still has some life left like Mother Lynn said. but I think that she that this time this is where she goes and do some self-evaluation, um, you know, understanding maybe she need to write a book, understanding what's going on with her. but uh, it's just it, it's interesting to me this is I'm gonna say this and I'm talking to y'all. it's interesting to me that they can quickly give a sentence to her um, for a year for this crime instead of evaluating her and seeing if there was something else going they read they rather to put her name in the in the book as you would say uh or put her have her to have a record than to find out some serious underlining issues or serious find out what's going on with her did she do well, them mentor- Dr. Trina, they
6: tried they tried they tried to get her to come in to do the evaluation but she would have had to do a 72-hour hold and she
11: refused We'll see. That 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 lets you know something is going on. That because she anybody if that's gonna change me from doing a year to being free, come on, Uh, evaluate me, evaluate all of me.
9: Evaluate (laughs) me.
11: (laughs) Listen, I'm gonna turn. Listen, whatever I got to do. If I need to sit over here in the rocking chair and not rock, but I'ma sit in the chair uh but the thing about it is that's a sign <laughs> that's one of those signs ebony and then it, it's it just, it's just get me to the point where i'm thinking somewhere there's something going on and and so uh if a, I, that's just it's sad it's it's sad and that's this this where we we're dealing with you know we talked about i think i heard you talk, as talking about the black the the um, the children of color that's missing that ebony colors, children is missing and ki- kidnapping and, and doing this. And then you got somebody like this, that's going to go on here and, and openly go and try to ho- uh, put a hoax out. When there's children around the world that's being snatched and kidnapped and, and Ohio, it's bad. And, and South, it, it's, it's, it's bad. I'm like, they taking them out the of droves. It's like, where are they taking these kids to, you know? What I'm I'm just curious because I'm I was listening to it the other day. It's like in one state alone uh, in a month, almost close to a hundred kids missing. Who do that? Wow, what? Yeah, research it, prophet. You might need to talk about that because they they're talking about the the amount of kids missing in a in one state. As, as like they're going from one area to another, and they go from county to county and start picking up these kids. And the age the age range is what's killer. It's like they're taking them from middle school, elementary school, all the way up to some of them to high school. They don't get to a certain level of high school. They don't go get high teens, but then they'll go and start they'll start taking the young girls and 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 putting them out on the street that's what they do over in, and on the west coast I know for sure because my girlfriend is a therapist and and she deal with uh trafficking and and it's bad they send them to Mexico they send the the young girls from um Washington state to California they send them down towards mexico and and different places like that so yeah we have to yeah we need to pray we need to pray yeah I'm gonna dock my yacht
5: that's crazy. She
11: know. not. She not lying. It is bad in Ohio. It is bad. Kids? Yeah, it's one of the yes. top states. It's one it's of. The, I didn't know it was that bad. I didn't know. I, I'll check, I'm telling my my sister. I say because in Columbus and Cleveland and de- I said, what are they doing? Uh, it's it's bad. I was like,
5: what? They kidnapping it, the kids. And you don't hear about it on the news. You don't Mm-mm. hear about because they Mm-mm. treat them as runaways. They treat right. us as runaways that our babies are missing, and mm-hmm. it's like nobody cares.
11: Yep, it's like you, you, you cares. can Google it, and it, it tells you missing children in the state of Ohio. It's bad. I, I'm, I'm telling you. I, I was like, what in the? What are they doing? Uh, Alabama, Mississippi. It's like I said, but it's really bad uh in uh in ohio it's 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 like um and and people are saying what what are they what are they doing and it's like they they just can't um seem to get it together but because they're not talking about it then they're, they're not they're just not bringing it up and and i think it's in youngstown and and um uh, akron you know um you know uh, uh different places like cleveland close to cleveland Oh, those, those areas where it's high population and uh, minorities, the numbers are high, but that. So, so just, just keep the people in prayer. That's all I can say, but there's a lot. That's yeah. Cause right now it says, um, uh, as of September, I just Googled it prophet. It says September the 28th, 2023 over 18,000 children are reported. missing. A... Yes. Eighteen thousand children are reported missing in Ohio each year. Somewhere of a, a four hundred and sixty children are reported missing in the United States. That is crazy. Re Google it. Wow. Yeah, missing children in Ohio And Sep yep. as of septem- September September the
0: twenty eighth. I was just gonna say you wanna know something that's sad as you were talking, Dr. Trina. I was scrolling just looking at missing children by stakes or whatever. And so I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I haven't seen I'm still scrolling. I haven't seen one black child yet. But then I get to a picture of a of a black woman and it's uh and and the headline is woman faces charges after alert canceled for baby and child missing. So she's being charged. So they'll put that there, but I can't I haven't seen yet. One without probably having to type in a specific name. It's just amazing uh-huh. that I know that there are many kids of color missing. But even in the search engines, it's it's not even not one has popped nope. up for me yet.
7: Nope. Only about nope. the
0: person who falsely accused. So they were quick to post that one. Now, certainly, other people have falsified right. missing children, and and I don't see any mugshots there. <laughs> it's crazy, right?
11: it's it's sad. And, and I'm looking at it, even it says 14 and it, it, it's it's sad. I'm looking at the numbers. That's what, what's the kicker is. The numbers is over thousands that reported is- missing. And I'm like, what, what are they doing? How, what, what, what's going on? And they said that it's like, it, it, to me, it, it's like somebody is either taking the kids, selling them off, doing something, sending them somewhere doing, but how, even if it's, you know, I don't, I don't get it. Even if it's a mixture of some African Americans and Caucasians or Hispanic kids, that's the other thing. They don't talk about the Hispanic kids either. This is that's another place, another thing that irritates me. People of color is not being, you know, I, 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 I have I have a special place for Hispanic children as well, and it's like they just disregard them because they feel like, oh, they're not supposed to be here. Who said that? You know everybody's like well send them back across the border did they send you back over to africa
3: <laughs>
11: I just have a problem with that 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 to me and the churches is bad because that we're most segregated people when it comes down to uh religion and and not looking at people as a, a unified body of christ and i have a i have a i'm that part right there i, I i'm not i'm really um that irritates me It really does, I I, I don't see children's of Hispanic or Latino or anything as you know because the culture is different and you have to learn their language and learn who they are but they they are receptive of certain people but if you come in them at a different way because yeah they do have a problem with some African Americans I get it it's the way that you react to them and it's the way you so it's, it's how you handle yourself if you show yourself in godly way then they're gonna receive you and that's what I've I've seen in years of being around Hispanic culture um living in Seattle uh, different places it, it, so you just but we so biased and, and and I have a problem with that in certain areas.
7: Yeah. Um,
11: but yeah, you know, but this is the problem. We have children missing, um, and I believe that. The, and they they say in the age bracket is it's those teenagers. And they say, well, okay, well that's that. But it's it's more than teenagers because I seen one where they said an eight year old, seven year old was missing. So they have a high population and missing children in the state of Ohio. It is one of the highest ones in the state. So. I'm going to dock my
5: yacht. the last yard. time I seen a post on Facebook with a young black male. He, and and his mother had a picture of him just before. He went to the school dance. And after the school dance, he, he came up missing. And she had a picture of him in the outfit that he went out in. And that was in Cleveland. Young man, you know, this is ridiculous. And then they posted They say we run away. Run away.
11: Yeah. That's what they said. They they're there that's what that's what they're saying about both the uh Hispanic culture as well as the African American oh, culture. They just
5: ran away.
11: They, they, they just ran away. They got problems at home. And so they put you in a category and, and the information, the data never get researched. They basically put you in a closed file. Uh and so they close the case and 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 they don't even do anything about it. And and that's it's sad to me. Um that our children are just disregard i mean look at the picture of ebony's baby so what if somebody listen I, all of merlin and dc look they will be in an uproar over that come on but it's like we would look we need to fight if it was even um I mean, that's the part i don't get we, we we can't stand up behind a pulpit or we can't stand up and say something's wrong we need to, you know, bring. Listen, I'm, 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 just, I'm, I'm not the, I'm not the norm, but we got a problem. I got, we got a problem. We need to n- use the pulpit for not just bringing souls, but actually uh, recovering something. Awareness, and, yeah. Well, right, awareness. And, and I, they talk about that. I don't think that you know, Martin Luther King and different ones. And listen, it's about us now. I, I I, listen, we, I love Martin Luther King, love all of them, but what are we doing? How, how are we making our name great? Are we doing something to be an activist? Activists? Are we doing something to change the culture? Are we using the word to apply to situations now and standing on the grounds? But I, now I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna dog my yacht
1: you're right dr trainer because we'd be preaching about the I, you know stuff.
5: in the old days and, and and i'm sorry i have to go back you know the neighborhood was a. Village.
11: exactly mother
5: somewhere we lost we it
11: we we lost it we
5: dropped the bomb
11: oh my god from the 70s 80s i would give the 80s i would say about the Late
5: 80s 70s early 80s we dropped the ball because we didn't want nobody to say nothing to our kids don't say nothing to my child don't touch my child don't do this don't do that that's my child whatever and your child running amok or some of them i was still old school i would tell my neighbors yep. on the street you see my kids doing something you better say something
11: you better, you better say something and let me know and that's the way i was with my son Right. That's where I was with my son, even in, in he 31. But that's just that was our culture. That was what we was raised off of. I mean, I right. remember me uh, and I would say I, that's why I said the 80s cuz the 70s we still had that and you know we still had that piece going on in the, and right. I think in the early 80s people began to see things on TV and the the uh, civil rights the liberals all this stuff all those things started happening in the 80s and a lot of people started getting doing their own thing but I I mean you just you got in trouble twice I I, I was one of them to get in trouble twice you got in trouble where Sometimes. you was at and then when you get home you got oh, in trouble yeah. Trump. So so if, some, <laughs> if so-and-so called your mama's uh, house or said, uh, girl, I'd have seen that child. And so they gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell your mama on you. Yeah, uh, you gonna get, you know, you gonna get in <laughs> and trouble. You and, and, and you better believe that so and so seeing you down the street kissing on some little boy. As my mama say, you you necking with some little boy. You're trying to kiss on a little boy. And so I was like, well, we was just playing. Mm-mm. And so I, so when she called my mama's phone, okay, you won't be kissing on something. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna show you. And so that's what we <laughs> was raised off of, but. I'm trying to tell you it, it changed and it took a village to raise a child. We knew everybody in the community. Some people don't even you don't even know your neighbors nowadays. Yeah. yeah I, right. I, I know my neighbors. I I know, man too. I know my neighbors. I listen, I know my whole I live in a community. I know almost everybody in my it's whole block. Out. It's time to So, so that's the thing about it. We don't know uh, our, our neighbors. And then when people start taking your kids, it's like that one woman, uh, that one place up in Ohio, again, uh, Ohio, where that man had all them women in that, in his basement. He kept them down in that basement for years and people was like, oh, I just thought that's doing so. And they end up turning down that house. Remember when they tore down that man's Mm -hmm. house? He kept all them women up in there for years. And that one girl snuck away. He was even taking them to the doctors after they got pregnant by him. It's crazy. See what I'm saying? That's the mentality. And so we have to change it. God ain't gonna come and change it. He's waiting on us he given us the ability to do it but we sit back and say oh we just want to do this in the church house and this and that the devil is a lot let me go on and get out of here i got to make some phone calls all right i'll talk to y'all later have a blessed day i'm docking my yacht i love it i love it i love it you're talking on mute property talking on
9: mute
1: Uh, my fault (laughs) i just thought this was funny (laughs) so listen let's go ahead and
0: refresh really really
1: quickly Welcome everybody. Welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out, maybe you called off work today. We just want to make sure that you're still starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. Because I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, with a little God, with a little gospel, with a little Jesus, things tend to go a little bit better. With that being said, we didn't. Excuse me, I had to stand up a stretch. Lord Jesus. Ugh. Anyway, with that being said, we had news and hot topics portion um, this morning. We're just talking about, you know, everything that's going on in the world. As much as we want to talk about, you know, what's going on in the realm of the spirit and be deep, we also like to, you know, have a well-balanced to our conversation. I also talk about things that are happening
0: right here on earth, in our own communities, in our own neighborhood, in our own city,
1: states, and country. With that being said, one of the things that took the internet by storm yesterday was Jada and Will. And first of all, Will ain't even say nothing. It's always Jada. It's always Jada just coming out the woodworks, doing some random talking, doing some random speech, doing some random podcast, and just talking about her and Will like it's like it don't even matter. You know what I'm saying? But apparently yesterday, Jada came out on a podcast and told the world how her and Will has been separated since 2016. they don't divorce they didn't divorce because Jada said she believes in never getting a divorce she says she don't want to get a divorce with, from from Will or whatnot they said that they will always be partners and they will always be friends and whatnot so of course she don't want a divorce but they are separated and have been separated since 2016. first of all let me go ahead and get my little spiel and then I'm gonna throw it over to you first of all Jada we don't even care no more we don't even care no more jada because you done did this man so wrong like you had this man slap another man on national tv all in the name of don't talk about my wife and yeah here it is you telling the world that y'all been separated since 2016. down down the math don't even matter and then on top of that, it's like why can't y'all ever make these statements together because what it does is make Will look like he doesn't have a voice and it makes everybody keep calling him a punk and a, and a all this other stuff because it's like you are the man of your house, you are the man of this marriage, you're supposed to be the band taking control and now it's like every time we see Jada, it look like Jada just got you by the sack. And it's just not, it's not healthy. And my question would be pastor Charles to, 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 to the people that's married to the people that's married pastor, Charles, you a man, if your wife was kept coming out on the news and talking about how she, you know, want to try different things or if she, if she was uh, like felt some type of way, wouldn't you as a man step up and say something? Wouldn't you, as a man, like Mama Lynn said, slap her <laughs> instead of trying to slap Chris Walk? I'm just saying, like, from a man's perspective, like, how would you feel? And what would we have to, like, what should we do? Because y'all know I ain't married. That's why I'm be dating people out because people be crazy. But, like, I'm, from, and I'm throwing to wheel to Will and Pastor Charles first, and then I'm going to let everybody else jump in. But as a man, if you see your lady or whoever doing this, what would you say? What would be your natural response?
7: Well, first, I'm just going to go ahead and just lay this to rest on my end. I did not marry a Jada. I did not. So that would not even be an issue. um, We wouldn't be having that as as an issue. Um... I would I would I would have the electricity turned off in my house, I'm weak. Turn, off, turn off all phones, turn off her phone because she, you know, I mean, she, she just now learned how to use her iPhone. So let, let me just go ahead and I'll turn it all off. I will turn it all off. All communication will cease in that respect. Cease. When I say, when I say cease, I mean cease. But no, but, but, the, but the honesty, in all honesty, I did not marry a Jada. And I can't say what I would do. I, I do say, um, you know, I, I, I think sometimes some people are just trying to get likes and votes, just just saying stuff, just to maybe just saying stuff. And if that is the truth and him not saying anything, it's probably uh, good for him not to. His publicist or whoever has probably told him not to say anything, uh, to answer anything. Um, uh, you know, he but he knew who he was married when he married her. And she, look, her first love, or I think the one that she really loved, was Tupac. Yeah. So you already see what that's about, you know. I mean, what that would have been. I wonder what that would have been about. You know, what that would have been like. Um, you know. Um, but anyway, the answer is no. Uh, we would be having It would. It, we we. we it, first of all, if it if it was a separation and that kind of thing, and when you're high profile and stuff like that, I'm just trying to figure out how long. How do they keep it so long? Anyway, I mean, how how did they do that? I mean, because then nobody that she had said nothing and now we all know this. So
1: I mean, I think we you know. all kind of knew Pastor Charles, because of course Jada had already was talking about how she had had an entanglement with August Alcina. So I think we had already knew that she had stepped out on him or did something. Pastor but
8: I promise my Pastor Charles, that, the prophet, just like what? how with Pastor Charles just say, you see how of a two-pack well. But if there was with tupac tupac would have to do just like how he did biggie and faith you know like how they sing that song
5: look how many them girls love tupac shoot i love tupac listen
8: man. i wouldn't be in no relationship tupac, with me if tupac and jada were still going i think he would do just like he did fate evans and biggie if you need to listen to them songs
5: true <laughs> yeah i have to go back and listen to it yeah true fact
8: i can't say it on the people i can't say it on the on beyonce internet but what was said? but anyhow (laughs) but well i I think think you know
0: i think that the the word that you know is apt at this point in time is t-o-x-i-c they are toxic uh for each other but that's their lot in life to deal with and um but you know I'm from the DMV, so you know I've, I've been hearing things about Jada for years and years and years, and I know people who knew her in school, and she's always been something else, uh, as they say. So you know, I, but like Doctor uh, Liz said earlier about Carly Russell, you know, she needs help. She needs some. She needs some therapy, which I'm sure they're getting some kind of help. But uh, you know, she, she's somebody who craves attention. She likes drama, um, and for whatever reason, she doesn't seem to, you know, put her man's best interest. At heart, you know, I can't ever imagine my wife not holding me down or making deliberate attempts to um, make me feel a certain way. And so she has to know when she's doing these things, how he's going to feel It just makes me believe she just doesn't care about all of the attention and everything that's going to come with it. Jada is, um, you know, a narcissist. She's somebody who is caring for herself and she's seeking the sympathy and attention for herself, that's that's the only thing I can think of. But toxic would be the word that I just uh, would place on them at this point. Will, you said you think she's a narcissist? I do, okay, I, I do, absolutely. Absolutely, because it's all about her. I don't think she cares about Thank Will. Thank you. It's okay. all about Thank her. Thank you. And narcissists, <laughs> people, they they, they do things that bring attention to them. They do things that try to, you know, paint them in a positive light. The story has to be about her. It has to be on her terms. She has to tell things on her terms. You know, what is the point? Somebody said earlier, I think it was Mama Lynn, like who cares, like what, what would be your point to reveal this. Now, I didn't see the interview. I read about it, but I don't know what prompted that. But that was something you kept for, what, seven years? Why does the world need to know now? You know, it's like you you all complain about people being in your marriage. But at the same time, you're out here putting all these deposits in people's ears. Of course, people are going to talk about your marriage and have opinions and think you're crazy because, you know, of everything you're out here doing and saying. So just lay low. I, I don't get it. Yeah, that makes sense. It's that like when sense. things die down, when everything dies down, they do something to resurrect the drama. So, you know, people just get to a point where they kind of get over the Oscar thing, they get over the, the the affair situation, all of that, but then it's all and then you know, next thing you know, you hear something about the kids coming up. It's like the family is it's almost like they're the Kardashians. They have to be in the spotlight regardless of what the attention is for.
5: But Topsy. have you ever noticed it's not? will to be putting it out there yep notice that
0: yep. and then
5: on top of it like he said she, she gotta be on front street for everything why 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 that's Please that thing. i disentanglement Ain't no such thing as entangled. Y'all <laughs> didn't get entangled in a net or
0: something. <laughs> so that made me wonder. So if she said that she that they were actually separated, was it truly? Um... An entanglement. Then I mean, is she saying it was that? A fail. let's call it, it what is is it. Say, it is. But let's say, but is she saying, to saying that to garner is she saying that to garner some uh, sympathy for her role in that? Because by saying, "Well, we were actually separated," you know, she didn't she didn't make the comparison between the two or draw them together. But when she says it and she gives a timeline of seven years, well, then people might walk away saying, "Okay, well, technically, they weren't solid. They weren't a solid union. They're separated. So what she did might not have been so bad." So that's when I say she's a narcissist. She's always trying to spin the story to paint her possibly in a more positive light. So now she's given a different spin on it without directly addressing the effect.
1: Well, good morning, everybody. Um, Hope everybody's well. Um, I was on the stage with uh, Bishop Greg Davis yesterday and we were talking about this. And Will, you woke something up that we we really don't want to accept in our community. I don't think we believe that black women can be toxic. We believe that black women should be uh, protected. We believe that black women should I be protected.
5: I do, because I'm a black woman, and, <laughs> no, and no, I, no. I know that we can be toxic. And,
1: and, my, and Mama Lynn, that's because you 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 got some experience under your belt. I'm, I'm talking about women that's under 40, and even some of them under 50, if, if I can be quite frank with you. Um, the The culture has basically created this narrative that, you know, women do no wrong. And the market has always been bent toward the toxicity of men and some of our proclivities and some of our wow uh, things that we experience and do in life. So in this generation, the men versus woman talk is paying a lot of people's bills, a lot of them. Okay? So gone are the days of real healthy dialogue about relationships and marriage and those kind of things. So, here's what I surmised on uh, Bishop Davis's stage yesterday, talking about it. This is really one of the greatest bait and switches I've ever seen in marketing, ever in my life. Because when the whole entanglement thing came up, if y'all was separated seven years ago, that means y'all was lying then, like y'all was still happy. Like they, it's I can go back 15 years remembering the rumors about them divorcing and the right. publicists always talking about. Oh, that was a rumor, yada, yada, yada. They've been having problems. And we have been buying their crap the last 27 years. And when you look at the fruit of the tree, right? Look at, look at, and I think Jaden Smith is a wonderful human being with the stuff that he does with the homeless and stuff like that. But you can tell something a little off by him. Just looking at him. The, the daughter, same thing. You can kind of tell the minutia. And then also how she really kind of spent it. She was applauded basically for having an affair with her her son's friend, to whom she was old enough to be his mama. And we was not upset about that. She was protected, she was defended because the culture was talking about, oh, well, men been cheating all these years, and look what he did. Not the trauma of you taking a young man that is in his 20s and you in your late 40s into your 50s. Yeah, you're able to have sex with him legally. I mean, you know, you ain't going to jail for being a pedophile. But the, the difference in age and how it's spent. I can see if you went and you met some young dude at the bar and he was 25. Okay, but your son's friend? Come on, man. This chick's been toxic. And the conversation, again, has been always spent with this protectionism and this defense of her. And people are still trying to do it. That's the thing that I find appalling and funny all at the same time is that the the narrative of women don't do stuff wrong. Women ain't they toxic. They can't be abusive. They're not cheaters. They're worth every, every woman is worth to be respected and protected is the narrative. And what these people are and include this is not just going on Jada, what these people are Will and Jada, they are influencers. That's what they are. They want to influence the culture about toxic marriages and relationships saying, hey, you live your life, I live mine, but we still married on paper. They want to make this the norm. Beyonce and Jay-Z, same thing. But we don't see it that way because we see it from a space of, well, we know everyday people that go through some of the same stuff. While it may be true, what they're trying to influence is chipping away at the value system of what marriage looks like that's what we don't see and i just want to offer that commentary because i was sharing it on bishop davis's stage yesterday it was a great debate and conversation but you would be surprised at the amount of women that are quote-unquote successful with degrees and cars and houses and money that's trying to figure out a way to defend this toxic chick she is all the way toxic period what exactly. is my question to you though mm-hmm. as a man and if you were in a relationship with her as a man what would be your response to that though first of all i was divorced tail 15 years ago <laughs> that's one and, and and speaking from a man that has been through divorce and have been through you know the, the one thing that again this is a wonderful time to have a conversation pastor charles you've been married up 10 years i've been married twice but When you allow separation to happen in your marriage, do you not know that only 15% of marriages where people quote unquote live separately actually come back and reconcile? Did you know that? That's a very low percentage. You know, if that was basketball, if that was, if 15% was, uh, if you shot three pointers at 15% in basketball, you need to lose the job or they tell you to stop shooting them. So in other words, I would, get, I would get out of Dodge. I, I wouldn't be in a relationship. And and this is the other side of the coin. What does Will have to hide? Because he don't need her for money. He don't need her for that.
0: He no. It's an insecurity. It's an insecurity. No, no, I think no, he's insecure. No, no, no,
1: no, it, it, it's not even that. It's not even that. I, um, I'm gonna tell you what
8: it is. Um, Pastor, um, Dr. Potter, and I was wondering, if they do get divorced, will the divorce be a big amount, like how Michael Jordan was?
1: No, but see, but see. Let, let me tell you this much. Before Will Smith got famous, and when you hear the stories, and Will, you know where I'm going with this. When you really hear the stories of how Will really moves in Hollywood, Jada's a beard. Think about the first movies before he did Independence Day that made him famous. And even the story about how he actually got the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I ain't going to go into there because this is recorded and I ain't trying to get sued like Tasha K. so I ain't, I ain't going there I'm just saying what the rumors are based on kind of how he moved around to Hollywood and read his nice. book and any in any in any uh case of a man that's a man's man you know you take a woman you become a together though but primarily the reason why your brand your overbrook entertainment your inter- your entertainment company all the movies that you produce is solely because of Will ain't because of her she don't have the star power he has she's a b list actor right. right so his only incentive for staying is not that he's afraid to start over cuz powerful men start over all the time that that money that uh, tiger woods gave to his ex wife he made that money back that money michael jordan gave juanita he made that he just sold charlotte for three billion dollars he made that money back what i'm trying to tell you is powerful men don't stay with toxic women because they got to i'm telling you there's other incentives that makes him stay that ain't got nothing to do with love and ain't got nothing to do with his life he was trying to create this image to help him continue to move throughout hollywood the
5: slap mm-hmm. was, Then on top of it, Dr. Patton, think about this. He was broke when he made French Prince of Bel-Air. He was broke. He paid back back taxes by doing French Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah,
1: he'll tell you that he was, uh, after he did, when he first started his rap career, he made his first million. He ran through all his money when he made that money. And then he was in he was uh in trouble trying to figure out what his next move was because his rap career was kind of tailing off. And because, and here's why, because the rise of gangster in the 80s and early 90s basically killed his career. Nobody wanted to be bubble rap Nobody wanted nightmare off on the street, nobody wanted parents of just to understanding for it. They wanted to hear shoot him up, bang, 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 and he bang. wasn't and doing he, wasn't, he wasn't to his credit. To his credit. So, to that point, acting became a parachute. And when he got Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, they talk about how he signed the contract to do the show on a brown piece, pe- brown piece of uh, paper bag and how he got the show hanging out at Arsenio Hall with Quincy Jones. And I ain't going to go all into it, but there's many people that Quincy Jones has made their careers, and it wasn't because Quincy had influence. It's because some of the stuff that's going on in Hollywood that we don't want to talk about. And then when he did six degrees of separation, playing the character that he played. And then his career took off when he got Independence Day. And then he didn't have to do that crazy stuff no more. But he probably kept doing certain different things. And, you know, those parties that they have in Hollywood, the Jamie Foxx hosts, and uh Cat Williams kind of tells you about some of that stuff. You'll be surprised some of the stuff that people do to make to make it in Hollywood. You would be shocked. I mean, completely shocked, and
5: it ain't because I don't because I watched the documentary of it, and I heard watched the podcast of it. Is deep. They going deep. It's
1: you know, demonic. No, it ain't it's deep. very demonic. Just demonic. I mean, so, but, but from that perspective, I want to go back to something I said earlier. The whole purpose of this stuff is the influence. They want to influence culture, and 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 honestly, Beyonce and Jay Z started it uh Monique and her husband they started it this ain't nothing new people don't want to believe that it is that deep it really is that deep watching Larry Reed and watching Tasha Kay and all these different people that are trying to tell you the tea, and you just kind of follow the gossip because it's it's interesting for those of us that have been in media like myself that studied media and still kind of dabble in it in certain respects when it comes to some things that, that, I'm, that I'm actually working on even now there are certain aspects that I see that the average bear is going to miss because they're just going to think it's just Will uh, and Jada being what they always been. It's a Hollywood marriage. No, it's influence. It's to get you or the next generation to be sour about a healthy relationship and a healthy marriage because all those years they've been propped up as, oh, man, you know, like in Alicia Keys' song. You know, they, she she mentions all these, uh, you know, famous black couples and Will and Jayla is in there. And the whole time they've been toxic. The whole time. The street's been trying to tell us for years. The Hollywood gossipers been trying to tell us for years. We just missed it. And for them, their success covered it up because they had a certain life in the public eye. But when she said they've been separated since 16, then that means your whole Red Table Talk show stuff has been a lie it's been a lie and again for the women that defend it and try to justify it if i was a single dude and i was perusing these uh social media streets i guarantee you a couple things i'm listening for first thing i'm listening for if a woman watches hot squad shows don't marry her don't even date her don't even waste your time second Hell hello, not the housewives. If you LL. are housewives, oh, man, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to tell you the influence of this stuff. Because think, think about this for entertainment with black folks. And, and not just with the housewives, the, the reality show. And as much as I love Snowfall, I stopped watching Snowfall after the fourth and fifth season. It just got too stupid for me. Uh, but Power, uh, P Valley, look at all the stuff that's on television that cater to black entertainment. None of it. Is pretty, is really healthy. The Housewives show, all that stuff is toxic. Even the stuff we apply, my sister loves Tyler Perry. I can't stand him no more. It's the same toxic uh, buffoonery that they sell for black entertainment. And here's the, here's the question. I agree. Here's the question from a critical lens. And I say this because again, I have a degree in communications. I can say this in broadcast communications. I learned in college how to look at media from a critical lens. And not just from a space of entertainment. And when I look at the landscape of black entertainment versus what they peddle in the white communities, I'm not saying that white communities don't have their toxic toxicity and what they sell, because this is America. We get it. But for us, there is no diversity. If you, if you use hip hop as an example in the eighties and nineties, when it came out, you had brand Nubian, you had NWA. You had, uh, you had a, a balance in between, I could get some conscious hip-hop, I could get some foolishness. I could get the fat boys. I could get uh, Eric B and Rakim. Uh, I could get um, uh, uh, Kid and Play. I could get the goofy stuff and the fun stuff and the dance stuff, and now we don't have that anymore. It's my booty hole brown and my cooch is pink. That's what we're not
3: doing.
1: Guess, guess what we not doing? Here's what we're not doing. And even in the church, what we're doing is we're doing everything that we can to be relevant to the culture instead of being prophetic and saying, if we're going to be peculiar, we have to say, look, that's cool, but over here, this is what we do. And we're not doing that anymore. There is no balance. And not only just in, the, in our community, but overall in the world. There is no more liberal conservative. They do the same stuff. There's no more uh, Democrat and Republican. That, that stuff is gone. So the influence is what you got to understand what's going on. Even down to the drug culture in America, Breaking Bad. That's the white stuff. When you see the stuff that they are doing with movies and even the the demonic stuff that's in some of the Pixar and the Disney, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, entertainment stuff, it's all around us. And we ain't calling it out because it ain't popular too. So when you when you see it and you see Will and Jada, you got to you got to go way past what they've been lying about. It's the influence. (laughs) And what are young people saying these days? I don't want to get married. You don't need to be married to have no child. You don't, You know, uh, some of the most successful men, in particular, some of the most successful black men. Think about it. This whole craze with Deion Sanders. Oh, he's raising up young black men and doing X, Y, Z. Well, where's his wife at? He ain't never had a successful marriage. Ooh. And what he's peddling is. Think about it. What he's peddling is just. And not not that Deion's a bad guy. I'm not saying that. I just want you to understand the imagery in the in the media. What what they're selling is this guy. That's been a single father, been divorced two or three times, but he takes care of his kids. Talks about God, but he don't really have a life that really reflects the totality of being a man and being a father and being steady. Stephen A. Smith, same stuff. T.O., you you can look at a lot of these famous athletes and businessmen. They got kids and they pay child support. They they, they have a, a semblance of a presence in their kids' lives. But what the influence is that family values and having a family is being broken down. That's why they attack Russell Wilson and Sierra the way they do. It's not by accident. So when you see the opposite of the spectrum of what we see and what's being peddled, this ain't about them breaking up. Ain't got nothing to do with it. I'll stand to be quiet. It's influence. I want to influence the next generation to believe that family values are optional. Dwayne Wade and his son or daughter, whatever they doing with that—that's influence. That's what that is. That's not about right. Said
12: it right the first time.
0: Do you influence. think, uh, Doctor Patton? Though, do you think that it's a conscious effort, or do you think it's just a byproduct of the influence they have? I, I kind of can't go as far as to think it's a conscious effort it to influence parent, in that way.
1: But let me tell you this from a media
0: standpoint, and I'm not saying, and I'm not the guy to
1: try to one up somebody because of what I studied. That's not my thing. I hear your question it's a very great question. But I have to I have to tell you the truth. Media is as powerful, even before we got television and radio, when the country was first founded, and they said we wanted freedom of the press. Here's why they did that. They knew that if they could control the narrative of the information that was out there, they could control people. So you got to understand when they call this program cannot be reprogrammed every time you watch a program that means it's programming how you think even when you're watching a football game it's a program it's like the matrix see the thing about this that we don't understand that this stuff is very conscious even down to the beer you like to drink and the soda you like when they put that soda up there and they make it all cold that water coming off a certain way it's called the magic bullet theory it makes you want to drink a cold soda. May not at that moment. Sometimes it makes you want to drink it then. But at that moment, you may not drink it. But at some point, you're going to drink that Coke. And then you'll buy that sandwich that Wendy is pounding with that three, you know, or that that, 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 that uh, Big Mac or that, uh, that, that Whopper. And when you unwrap that sucker at the store, it don't look nothing like it did on te- television. But that ain't the point. The point was to get your butt down and to buy it. So, so when you understand that this stuff is conscious, bro, think about this. I just saw this. Here, here's what keeps us stupid and ignorant. There's this little thing that's going around that's kind of, I guess, popular amongst gospel singers. They The Nationwide is on your side Jinx. Oh, They singing that Jinx. And guess what they doing? They give a nationwide pre- free publicity and nationwide, ain't writing them a check. And this is something we've been used to doing. Because guess what? We're in the 80s when, when uh, uh, Ron DMC wrote My Adidas. They didn't get a check for that. So you got you to gotta understand the stuff that we do to ourselves. What well, we don't even understand influence. We don't understand the power of our platforms. And we just do stuff because it's cool if it gets popular. Now there's some of us that understand this. That understand. I, that's why I love uh, respect Dion. Dion understands his cachet. He uses. In fact, he needs to tear his contract up because all that money he makes in Colorado, five million dollars a year, is is highway robbery for what he what he brings to the table. Forget winning. Winning is important, but the influence. So when you understand influence and why they put certain people in certain places. When they gave check this out when they gave uh bruce jenner the woman of the year as a transgender why did they do that
0: influence oh. Think about yeah you yourself. know i i get i get the media spin and i do i'm with you on that 100 i just I, i'm just saying from a standpoint of jada deliberately or making a concerted effort to have that angle of influence the next generation i get it media all day long does that to us and has been but you know as individuals I wouldn't give them that much credit. I wouldn't give her that much savvy to be able to to do that or to even understand the inner workings in that regard. So you know, I think the media, the media might, but 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 yeah.
5: Go ahead. It already started. You know why? We're talking about it. Yeah. We're talking about it.
0: True.
5: Yeah. It's bigger than that. It's
1: bigger than that, Mama Because what to his point though is that we'll see you and I are different. Most of us in this room is different. We can just see this entertainment to keep going it's not going to influence we're not going to let our kids do some of the stuff that they trying to sell but right. it don't mean that other people not being influenced by it because here's the truth when you cut on your tv every day some little kids them shot up some or robbed some or smoked something yeah. and it came from a, a place of influence yeah. and so i i think that that's why the bible tells us that we got to cast out every imagination that exhausts itself against the excellence of who, who Christ is what they're saying is we have to cast out images that we take in Jesus said when you take in stuff within your eye gates that stuff is gonna affect you your ear gates that's why you gotta guard that stuff property to guard your heart really what they saying is guard your mind cuz out of deck flows the issues of life so these things are true we don't see it that way because that just sounds like something you read in the Bible when you start to start sound like you're extra spiritual. No, that stuff is real. It is real, and it's, it affects people differently because, well, you and I, and most of us in this room, we got a different value system. But the average person in America does not. The average person in the world does not. So what happens is you think it's just a story about two people that's famous that's having problems and then you relate to it because you can see the commonality of what people do every day some people are married and they sleep in separate rooms they've been doing it for three years and they still married they ain't gonna divorce because it's cheaper to keep them like the song say that may be good well,
0: but why and you they... know, another thing i was thinking you know it's just like everybody with influence does not seek to be a role model. And that's the sad part is that they have so much influence, but they could, now I'm just taking a different stance, but they could just be living their best life, living in their truth and sharing with the world. I mean, it, it might be for her that innocent, that innocuous. I don't know if it is or not, but she might not even seek to, to be a role model or to care. I remember Charles Barkley saying, his goal was never to be a role model. Don't look at me as your role model as he said, I do any and everything. You know, so it could be one of those things that, you know, they have the influence. Him,
1: make sure you quote him right, because they not
0: just shoot her shot at this point across uh, the media. She's trying to you, shoot but her but shot respect- across the media. Quote me, quote him, Dr. Patton. I might've got it. I might've got it. I'm thinking about 20 years ago in an interview, but something to that effect he said, right? Something to that effect he said.
5: (laughs) But but you want to know, I respect Charles Barkley when I heard him say that. Yeah. I respected him for that because that was his point of view, his truth. You know, and people got mad at him for saying that, but he was telling his truth. Don't look up to me. (laughs) <laughs> but here's what he was
1: trying to say here's what he actually said what he said was, and it was so powerful and radical, and I I love Charles Barkley back then, me too I still, I still hate he didn't win that championship against the Bulls, I loved, I loved Charles Barkley then, and I loved him even more when he said what he said because I heard the full context of what he said because at first I was a little taken back by why he said it but when I heard the full clip and context of what he said I said, well what he said was really wrong and here's what he said, he said that I am not a role model he said parents should be role models he said teachers he said police officers he said people that had direct influence to people's lives or kids lives every day should be the greater role model that's what he said and the reason why i got him in trouble was because again the influence of the system the influence of the system especially in those times which we still see now to this day he was a famous basketball player making a lot of money And he was endorsing the shoes that he endorsed. I think of the barking. I don't know if it was Nike or whatever shoe company he was with, but they was trying to get him to do that. And he wanted to do that because he wanted to show even in his platform. And he made a lot of money that he wanted kids to buy his shoes, but he wanted them to know, look, you can be more than a Hooper and you shouldn't buy these shoes if you can't afford them. That's really what he was trying to say. It was his silent protest while making the money because he had to do both so when you understand the psychology of it, even to this day 30 years later there's certain stuff that Charles Barkley said that's very radical but a lot of it is true some stuff I don't agree with but for the most part there's a lot of stuff that Charles Barkley says that ruffles feathers and he shakes the cages <laughs> okay check this out when Colin Kaepernick did what he did and he took the knee and he told why he took the knee. It didn't matter why he took the knee, because the narrative in the program is that you never disrespect that flag, or that's what they say. But white dudes been burning that flag in protest for years, and nobody never done that to them. Now the difference was he was an athlete, and the trip. And the other difference was he was a black athlete, and it was in those certain terms, nigga. You do what we tell you to do because you make millions. See, we we find out what the, what the what the game is. Outside of the millions, because it's about the control, it's about the influence. So, when you understand it from that perspective, we cannot ever, ever mis- uh, misunderstand or misconstrue influence. Jada Pinkett Smith knows exactly what the heck she's doing, because there's only two things there's only good and evil, there's only light and darkness and when you spread darkness you're doing that on purpose you're not living in a truth you're living in a falsehood that you're helping to actually influence other people because you know not only is it going to make you money but whatever power thing that you serve that's demonic, that's what's pulling your chain look at the music industry for what it is look at the whole entertainment industry for what it is we don't want to go that deep larry Reed and those cats are not going to go that deep because they're going to make their money they're not going to tell you that stuff But for the rest of us that have studied media, have seen these things for years, and we understand this, we're not shocked by her saying this. To me, it's a move on. It's a great thing to kind of chop it up with you guys. I love y'all. I love talking with Bishop Davis when I'm in the room and we we can chop it up. But the truth of the matter is, the collateral damage of the people that are easily influenced, mainly single black women. Think about it. Single black successful women that say they have the most trouble finding other black men. That is the biggest influence. And that's the biggest detriment. And and, and I, I I can't be conscious enough, or at least I, I can't bury my head in the sand and not say, I don't see it. And I just tell you to I would just say, proceed with caution. If you put that in your ear and eye get, but it will influence you in some reports or at least in, in some respects. And the report is really to make sure that not only their names are in your mouth, which we talk about them, I'm guilty too. So it ain't just y'all. But I'm just saying that this sister and this brother know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. It's it's the part of the entertainment. I'm not entertained by it. I'm entertained by the discussion. I like, you know, mincing uh, uh, wits with intelligent people and how they see it. But I'm telling you, you better watch in the coming days, in the coming years, you're going to continue to see the value system toward marriage continue to deteriorate. It's already there. They just pushing the envelope. They are just pushing it further and further down the agenda. And it's happening and we're talking about it. And most of us don't admit it. We just think it's entertainment. It's an agenda innocent. It's about the influence period.
0: Mama Lynn, you read the book. What is their belief system? Like what I, I never really delved that deep into them really, but what, what is their belief system? Did he talk about it at all? His spirituality?
5: Uh, haven't finish the book i started the book i might have to go back and finish the book but he basically starts off about his childhood he had a very toxic relationship with his dad it was very toxic uh his dad was a real abuser and will was always trying to be the peacemaker in the house you know as kids uh you, kids take on the persona. It's my fault that my parents are acting like this, or if I do this or do that. And when he talked about his father uh, had them out there laying bricks and if they didn't do it right, he'd tear the wall down and make them do it over. That's true, that's true. Um, he, he do go through to a therapist because he had to work He do believe in God, that I can say he do. But he had to go work through a whole bunch of demons, as we want to say. He had to get rid of some stuff, break some stuff. And he's still going through that. So, you know, and and I think some people, when they know you came, and and Jada, she came up in a toxic relationship, family too. Her mom and daddy both was drug addicts. That's hard. Uh, her mother talks about it. I love her mother because her mother's so upfront. But you know, my thing is, quit tearing down the black marriages. It's some beautiful. I was um, uh, he was still in the room, but he didn't laugh, cause I would love to hear his per- perspective on this too. Uh, uh, Pastor Jerry, you know, we. we we cannot let other people influence our lives. We, we, we can't. We can't. We can't live theirs. They can't live mine. Lord knows. I I wish somebody could live my life when I was going through cancer, but I don't really want that, wish that on them. I don't even wish it on Satan himself. I'm sorry. But I look at it as it, it was a blessing. Kansas was a blessing because it, it, it woke me up. It, 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 it put me in a whole new mindset. Who God is, who is God, who is God to you? So, you know, uh, I, I'm putting my disclaimer out here, men don't be going around here slapping your women. Don't be doing that. You know, I, it was just a thought in my head that I've been wanting to say ever since I first heard it, you know, people were calling me yesterday. Oh, I, don't care. I really don't. I really don't. Y'all done not live with this for all this long. Hey, you could have kept living it. Broom been out there for years. Y'all was talking about getting the divorce or whatever. I already knew Will said he wasn't going to divorce again. Jada said she wasn't going to divorce. So it is, but it is. I really don't care. I care about your soul, but I don't care about nothing else because I don't live in the house with you. That is not my problem, not my issue. Here I am in my 60s, and I do want to get married. I'm just putting it out there. I do want to get married. Maybe it'll be in the cards one day. I don't know.
0: But before you get married, Ebony said you need to go get the uh, driver's test.
5: (laughs) 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 But a prophet... Somebody wrote in the chat, and I'm going to read it right quick. I was watching this TikTok video asking people to name a gospel song that describes your relation, relation, relationship because of this. So, I, you know, hey, I don't know what that is. I ain't in no relationship, so I can't name a gospel song. Maybe one day I will. But right now, I am enjoying my singlehood. I am learning more about me. Some things I have learned about me, Lord Jesus, I was like, I'm glad I don't do that no more. So you know, it it's all what it is, y'all. We just pray for the people, and 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 and, and carry on. Uh, Monty, what you think? We done talked about kidnapping kids and everything else. Yeah. We, we ain't talked about the uh. Uh, what about a baptism yet? I don't, I don't even. Okay, I'm gonna leave that one alone. You said,
12: what do I think about the specific situation with Will and Jada?
5: That, or either about the children being kidnapped. Uh, I live in a state where there's a large number of kidnapping children. You know, we just talked about everything. Pop it, put her up to date. I'll say as far
12: as Will and Jader go, I don't care. I feel like a lot of marriages through um, media, I always feel like there's going to be a plot twist. Um, A lot of the marriages, I don't feel like they're real anyway. Um, Because like I said, media is going to spin a narrative. We're always the ones that are being programmed. I think I told y'all this. My grandma used to call TV the one-eyed devil. I came up in like a real Pentecostal apostolic church. It was hell and sin to watch TV, to go to movies, to go to the prom. Anything that could have possibly exposed you to something negative or toxic, it was hell, and that's where you was going. Um, So, a lot of this stuff, I don't, like, okay, I have, what well, in my house, I have about five or six TVs, right? I don't watch TV. I haven't watched TV for the last, maybe, three months. Um unless it's been like news or sports a little bit, but that's because my son wants to watch it because he's a football player. Um, but I've, I've turned the noise off because I feel like we're distracted by a lot because there's a lot happening outside that we ain't paying attention to. And I'm not talking about the Israel stuff. I'm talking about in our own neighborhoods, in our own backyards, um, there's stuff going on. Um, so I'm trying to be conscious of what's actually happening around me because I feel like a lot of people don't see. We have something massive that I don't want to say is coming because it's not coming, it's here. It's just developing. Um, So I, I just try to stay aware and alert um, to those things. Um, but like I said, as far as the celebrity marriages and weddings, I just be thinking, it's all fluff, to be honest. So what Will and Jada got going on, I I felt like there was a publicity stunt a long time ago. Um, But when I spoke on that, you know, people like to send hate mail and I really don't care. Um, As far as some uh, kidnappings, I don't think I've heard too much about it, but I know sex trafficking is heavy everywhere. Um, So anybody who has children, hold on to your babies. Anyone who takes kids is crazy to me, period. You taking kids? I know people trying to give kids back um but that's you you understand um but i know like it's it's not it's for evil purposes um in a real way selling children there's men out here being kidnapped i'm talking about men that's six four two hundred and fifty eight pounds that's crazy to me um but there's so much going on and happening around us Um, I've learned to, I don't want to say not care. I care, um, but I'm cognizant of what is going on. Um, I'm not in a place where I'm worried, because I think worry takes you to another place mentally where you kind of lose control over the things that you should have control over. Um, But yeah, I think a lot of people are just weird. They have too much time on their hands. Um, we're too desensitized to the things that we should be sensitive to, not emotional, but sensitive to. Um, so I just be kind of sitting, watching, ready for whatever at this point. I do need to sharpen some skills because like I said, was about to hit America. I don't know why we over trying to help anything and anybody. and We got our own problems. Um, I tell people pay attention to what is being said and also pay more attention to what's not being said. Um, I know we've been told a lot of times, oh, we're broke. This is America. We're broke. But we sending money, guns, and resources? That's like when your mama said, I don't really have the money for that. But you just bought all this stuff. What is you talking about? It's not, the math ain't mathy. We got enough money and resources to send out there to these people being bombed, but You look right up under the bridge that you just drove past and there's families over there. Y'all saying, oh, you don't need three times the rent. But in Colorado, people are homeless because they're still saying you need three times the rent just to get a little basic apartment in a terrible area. It's still going to get shot up. So you mean to tell me I'm paying $2,000 a month for one bedroom, one bathroom, and we got shared water in the apartment complex for my stuff to get shot up. My kids still don't have a place, a safe place to rest their head. Our priorities is messed up.
1: And You know, money, you, you say something so powerful, because um, you, you, I'm sorry, you talking as you cut out?
12: Oh, no, no, no I'm, I was done.
1: Okay. Uh, you say something so powerful, because even sitting here in front of my computer and listening and working on life insurance contracts, and running my business and working my job and my wife and my family. Again, the, the influence and the agenda is to pull us away from family. Cause when you do that, then you gotta pay all that high rent by yourself. You gotta pay for this high food and gas stuff by yourself. And even families are having, you know, challenges and struggles. And also on social media, uh, social media has made us all journalists. We can all come up with. Uh, these facades, like we live in our best life, when the truth of the matter is, we're trying to avoid eviction. You know, we're trying to avoid foreclosure. We're trying to, you know, just make it every day from day to day. You know, so Will and Jada are not the catalyst only of living a life that you put on in the media, in the public, and then having a private life that's jacked up. So you're right. I think that, you know, this whole thing as believers, and I'm, I know all of us in here, I, I believe, are believers, is that it really it really puts the honest on us to ask ourselves what are we teaching what are we really investing in not only from a space of you know the this this present age but also uh the 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 spiritual component the 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 eternal things that we we've really stopped really uh, building toward and not the extreme of and I, I can appreciate how you grew up because I mean, I, I had some of those those roots as well. But even to the point to where as we were so extreme, in certain respects, some of that had some value to it. But the extremity caused a lot of people not to lean into their face like they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. So when you understand that part of it, and you understand now that so many people really do want to have a relationship with God, but not the relationship that their mom and daddy had, not the church that they grew up in where you stayed in church to four o'clock and church started at 10. Mm-hmm. And you got had night service at 630. You know, we don't want that church anymore. So we got to get back to that 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 semblance of, of, of balance of understanding what the Bible has always said, like you said, I love what you said about Israel. And I, I was, I was talking about this last night in my Bible study. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't pray for Israel, if you feel a burden for it, but really what you need to do if you're praying that much for Israel, that means you ain't read your Bible. Because <laughs> if, because if you read your Bible, what you'll be praying for is that, uh, There's comfort in God's people that's being murdered and kids. That's what you pray for. You pray for the hearts of these people that are actually doing this crazy stuff. That's what you pray for. But here's the truth. As you say it, some of the stuff that we see happening over there is is loosely happening here in America. Absolutely. You know, where kids are not protected. Kids are trafficked. Uh, educational systems and social services programs that actually protect said kids that you say that uh, we don't want to abort, but you don't want to feed them and help them. Mm-hmm. You know, mental health facilities that are being closed down, and that's why you see uh, a rise in homelessness in America's cities or the cost of living that's astronomical. You know, when you start talking about that, that all that looks like demonic stuff. That don't look like the kingdom of god because i can assure you there are no homeless people in the kingdom of god if the if the prayer of jesus was real to us for real as it is in heaven is i mean on earth as it is in heaven some of the stuff that we fight about in america the the the, the country that says and touts itself to be a uh christian nation we wouldn't even be having this stuff you got nations that don't even tout those values that have universal health care systems and when you find out why we don't have it it'll blow your mind it would blow your mind why we don't have it and the thing about it is you can tell those that tout those values that don't know god for real because if they did and if they feared god some of the stuff that they block and some of the stuff that they do they wouldn't do so all of this stuff that we're seeing happening in the earth all the influence all the different stuff that's going on out there it is the spirit of the antichrist running rampant and we don't want to call it that you know what we want to do we want to have our conferences and meetings and shout and speak in tongues and be fundamental and the world that needs us don't want to hear that stuff because you're not relevant and not because you got to use their stuff to be relevant but the peculiarity of what the gospel is supposed to are uh, uh it's supposed to represent is to say we see all that stuff that's happening here's what the Bible says about it and then here's what we're going to do about it we're going to create an enclave of believers like in Acts 2 and 42 and not just get you filled with the Holy Ghost like 2 in, Acts 2 and 38 we're going to have all things in common and we're going to pool our resources together and we're going to occupy until he comes we're not talking like that
12: yeah
1: so the- that's the problem
12: Yep. And these are the things that have, they've crept in unaware because we're unaware. That's what it is. And I keep telling people, we don't know what's going on because we entertain in the wrong stuff all the time. We don't see what's going on in these kids. school. um, Like I had a situation uh, with my son just last week. And um, since the shooting that happened in Texas, my son's school has been on lockdown. They're almost on like COVID rules um, still where they don't let and allow any of the parents in the school, in the schools. But the problem with that was there was, um, I don't believe in teaching children about um, sexuality and sexual preference when you're a kindergartner. Um, They don't even know, they're still learning how to form sentences, but we're teaching them about transitioning. I do have a problem with that. Um, because already we're starting early with messing with their identity and they don't even know who they are, right? So you're taking the parents out of the schools. The parents don't know what you're teaching the kids until we have parent-teacher meetings, which sometimes is until three, four months out into the school year. So you don't know what they've been pressing into your baby's minds. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had to send this email to the school um, letting them know, as far as my son goes, we're opting out of that. So if I need to keep him home for the day, I will. And if y'all try to play with this parent, you're going to have a different type of issue on your hands because I'm supposed and, to train my child up in the way that they should go, not you.
7: And, Moni, that, that, you. that is your right. That yeah. is your right because I think that's the problem a lot of times. Most parents really don't know their rights when it comes to those kind of things. And they yeah. do it. Hey, Sarah, Sarah, whatever's gonna happen, let it go. You know, and I just wanted to, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I just wanted oh, to no, kind good. of put that make put that out there because that's the I think um we need to applaud parents like you, um, who actually will say, yo, we ain't having that 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 day. We yeah. go, you know, I, we, I knew parents that used to do, you know, we used to have, we used to have Halloween parties and stuff like that and they would talk about this on radio and say you know my child will not will not be participating in the halloween what Mm -hmm. what day are you doing that party and they would tell him and they said okay well he will not be doing that that day and they would she would take him to the zoo or take him to somewhere else fun but that i just wanted to say that that was cool i love
12: absolutely and i i agree i feel like those things are necessary but like i said we're so unaware of stuff a lot of people and parents don't know they're pushing that you don't have rights when it comes to your children. Your children now can make the decision. Like, huh? First of all, if I still got to sign a permission slip for them to go off of campus, they don't get to decide anything. I'm the parent. It's what I feel is best for my child. If you don't agree, I don't know what to tell you. This ain't your baby. Like, people have so much say in in children's lives that... You ain't supporting as far as the finances. (laughs) I don't, I haven't met a teacher yet that has bought clothes and shoes for my son. That's on me. I have to find a way to work. I have to find a way to get him to sports. I'm paying for sports too. I ain't had no teacher contribute to that. But you have so much say in what I'm supposed to do with my son. You, are you going to come make dinner? You going to buy these groceries for lunch? oh, it's quiet now. Yeah, this is my child. I appreciate you for being an educator, but don't spew your beliefs on my son. Okay, if you want to be a lesbian, be a lesbian on your own time. I don't need you to teach my son what that is. I don't need you to open up his mind to those things. That, I feel like, specifically, is for a parent to do. Like, it's crazy to me now that even as young as our babies are, you have to have the sex talk early with them because you don't know what other parents are teaching their kids. Like I had a um, a situation last year and this was after Valentine's day. This little girl um, gives my son a love note and it's in French because everybody who knows where my son goes to school, he goes to school um, and he learns French. He learns how to read it. He learns how to write it. Um, but it was in French. I was like, you can't send no code up in my house. I clearly knew it was a different language, but guess what? Thank God for Google. Cause you don't get to just slip stuff into my house and I'm not aware of what's going on. Check these on kids backpacks, check their phones. You don't get, you can have a password for everybody else, else outside of the house if you lose your phone. In this house, I have your password. Because at the end of the day, our kids have access to way too much, way too much, literally at their fingertips:
5: I know my daughter-in-law went after the school when they started trying to teach the kids yoga and calling mm-hmm. it mindfulness." And she said, "I'm a mindfulness to you." They yeah, doing it.
12: Yeah. And that's don't what they in it. But you know what, Mama Lynn? It's just like you said. They what they say is mindfulness. That's what the program was called. Okay. Well, I think that's what say she said. Say that again. Um, yeah, yeah, that
7: was it. Mindfulness. Okay, mindfulness.
12: Yeah, they they not slick. I'm sorry. Can y'all hear me? I had a red bar. Um, they not slick on their wordplay. I think I might have been in this room or maybe another room when I was talking about wordplay, right? Because at the end of the day, it'll be stuff like, just, and we'll we'll do it as simple as um, plant-based food, right? They'll slap a sticker on there where it has a plant growing up from the ground. So you you'll see the seed, you'll see the soil, and then you'll see the plant, right? They'll slap that sticker on there and say it's plant-based. But what do we call factories? We call them plants, right? It can still be processed. They just know their wordplay and they know how to make it look like something else that is actually not. And that's what they do with our kids too. So I'm like, don't get it twisted. They are not stupid at how they're trying to spin certain narratives. But as for me and my kids, you will get these hands behind my kids. I will blow the bricks off of the building behind my children and i wish there was more parents out there like that because that's why these kids is walking around lost, confused, trying to figure out who they are, what they are, what their purpose is. That's sad.
7: You know the prob- you know the the problem really the real the big problem is with this is that a lot of times most of us um have relied on allowing the school to be a daycare center. Mm-hmm. And they out of my face. Think, okay, they're out of my hair for for a few hours and now let me let that whatever my they say will be alright. You know. And we have to really take responsibility uh, on what that is that they're learning, what it is they're teaching. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny because, you know, we used to ask sometimes our kids, you know, how's your day, how's your day, how's your day? And they were like, oh, stop asking me that, right? And so mm-hmm. okay, don't ask it. But then all of a sudden, when something comes up that lets you know, though, when you teach them right, when something does come up in their, in, in, in the school or whatever, in their situation, they, they'll, they'll ask you, you know, and if they have any spiritual uh, guidance at all coming from you, they'll ask. they will kind of like, hey, so, yeah, we, we were talking about such and such today. I said, oh, okay, so what, what was that? What was, what was it about? And they would talk about it. And then I said, okay, so what's your stance on that? Well, I already know that, right? Because you know mm-hmm. we know what the Bible says, and, and you know I said, oh, okay, you know. And what I had, what I learned is that the Bible is correct. You you train up. The Bible says train them, train them. It doesn't say talk to them forever. Training is a part of them seeing even you how you react to certain things. Yeah. Um. And and them training them up. The, the second thing I'll say is this, my youngest son is 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 uh, about to get. He's talking about getting married. He's finally. At that place, which is great. He's 23 years old. He's found a wonderful, wonderful girl, beautiful spirit. We love her. And um, so my oldest is already married, but my youngest is doing it, but he has to go through, go through a premarital counselor. That's what they're doing. And what's funny is that the, the 90% of them, uh, their, their parent, they came from broken homes. Parents were fighting. Parents were going through um, their or and on their second and third marriages and and that some of them were homeless, and so many different things that had happened. And so they finally get to my son and ask him, "So, um, what, what, what? How are things for you? I mean, what was, you know, what was your life like?" He was like, "Well, Lord, my life was uneventful because my parents are they've been together all my life and still together. Um, you know, they're not absolutely perfect, but but I've had a great life in comparison to all of y'all." Yeah, and I said all that to say sometimes you don't even realize um maybe sometimes until later because he's never talked to us about um life and marriage and he's never talked to us about that kind of thing but coming out of it you see that the training was happening because they've been watching Mm -hmm. um and and my reasoning for being in our marriage was not just because i love my wife which is which is which is a main great art you know but i also um because you know even when you love somebody you you sometimes don't like them you know there's things that's going to happen in the midst of relationship you know and um and 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 when those moments happen we never let them necessarily see that that wasn't something that we allowed them to to have audience in it just we just didn't do it not because of not because we we're so great we just made a decision we weren't going to have this tension in our house. Sometimes the tension was between me and her, but it was never tension with them. And um, in fact, uh, the one time lately, I guess it's probably about maybe uh, two, maybe a couple of years ago, my me and my wife were having intense fellowship. And um, they had access, I think I told this before, they had access to our, uh, our, our, our uh, security system, we have, we have cameras and stuff like that in the house. And I guess we weren't fighting. I mean, we weren't uh, you know like a fisticuffs something like that but we were having choice words you know we kind of like you know we were having you know words and and you they can hear it i guess because it, it, the the cameras have have uh microphones on them too and and they i guess they heard part of it and everything and so uh one of them came that one came uh around the downstairs something like that the other one called in it was like are y'all all right and my wife and i was about to jump on both of them <laughs> <laughs> like don't you don't you get it don't you get in the midst of this this is this is grown folks. this right here is grown this. and we it was and we got done with that and we started laughing and we're saying these boys have never seen us ever have any kind of anything and then when they finally see something here they come come some get, like they're getting worried and stuff like that that's it and that's why we're together because these, you know, these rascals wouldn't do right
12: but you know what pastor charles is major that you even said that because they they're not used to that they're always seeing you guys in a certain light taking care of each other and that's why your son don't he don't need to ask you a whole bunch of stuff because you were the best example for him and that that plays a major role even just inconsistency they notice that okay hold up we don't usually see this go down so clearly something is wrong we're not used to seeing our parents like this, so we just gotta check on things. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's really learned behaviors. I we just had this talk um, with my son's football team because they lost so bad this past Saturday. They didn't score at all, and from the coaches on down, everybody throwing temper tantrums. The boys taking their helmets off, throwing them on the ground, pouting this, that, and the third. I said. Well, look how their coaches are acting. And then a lot of you guys that are coaches, your dads, they're watching how you act and they're literally mimicking what you're doing. And I'm not saying that's everybody's testimony, but when you play a major role in your child's life, and like I said, I love to see the dads out on the on the field with their sons. That is so beautiful. And I don't believe the, the narrative of, oh, black men do not take care of their kids, and we do, ooh, ooh. social media pushes that too. But I've seen beautiful, successful marriages. I've seen beautiful, successful um, fathers in and active in their son's lives. Yes, I have to work, but I'm here at this field. Yes, we're gonna be late to practice, but they coming out there with their sons. You know what I'm saying? It may not be picture perfect to what everybody else or what society think it should look like. It's not gonna be that way in everybody's household. But at the end of the day, what we show them is how they start to act.
1: So, Moni, let me, let me say this to, to what you just said. It's so important. And Pastor Charles, I loved your share as well based on um, your, your youngest son that's about to get married. Congratulations to that. You and your wife have done a phenomenal job uh, with your sons. Um, and, and I say this much Mani, You're absolutely correct, but and it's not a pushback. It's just a, another side of the coin. I think that again, the influence again, going back to the whole will and Jada thing about the breakdown of fatherhood and family where we have so many alternatives in our community because As much as a father can pay child support and pick up on weekends and pick up for the games. Now, something is definitely better than nothing. No shade to that, but the highest potency of fatherhood and manhood is and shameless plug. I'm writing this in my book. As we speak, the greatest thing about a man and his, and and, and his, uh, his call is his presence, his presence in his home, his presence in the community his presence in the at what he does for a living. All of those things are interconnected. And the problem is that we have settled for a low dosage of manhood. And not just from a standpoint of certain men, because that's why, as you said, there's a lot of different things that kind of is in the minutia that helps to decide that. But I think the problem is that um, the example, we don't have the consistent examples of manhood those things are, are, are challenged and downplayed and what's what is actually uh promoted is the player you know the ones that can fight the guns you know this toxic uh, ex, uh, uh, uh this 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 toxic example or template that we put out there that's why i made the statement about charles Barkley, and i wanted it to be made correctly because what Barkley was actually saying he himself who did not grow up with a father, understood the importance of what a real role model was because he didn't grow up with one. So the problem is that even for those of us that have fathers, you mean, Mama Lynn mentioned, uh, you know, Will Smith's father. Nine times out of 10, if you do the research of Will's father, he probably was a, either a Vietnam veteran or a World War II or Korean veteran that came home with a lot of mental issues because war messed you up or being underemployed as a Black man in those times where you couldn't even take care of your family. If you had a job and you you was a part of the working poor, because certain stuff was left away from you. So you got to understand that this spirit has been working on America for years. It has chipped away at communities for years. And in particular, when you start looking at the different ethnic groups, you know Black folks, you know, they say if America uh, catches... a cold we catch the flu so when you understand it from that perspective this diluted understanding of manhood that some men even tout you know this alpha male this alpha female stuff that we got going on it's this toxicity that we're presenting as healthy masculinity and healthy femininity it's not true so this whole thing about will and jada that's the influence that's that's the trojan horse of it all it is trying to get you to understand and see manhood from a warped view, and see w- womanhood and femininity from a warped view. And people are buying it; they're signing up for it. For those of us, kind of like in some of my favorite sci-fi movies, like uh, *The Matrix* and uh, *The Maze Runner* and *The Hunger Games*, and some of these 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 uh, movies that depict. Or even certain, like, uh, what's it, uh, um I am legend that basically depicts certain different things that's happening in society, or even uh, what uh, Jamie Foxx just did that they, uh, they call me, uh, they clone Tyrone. This stuff is true. It's satire with the culture, but it has a lot of truth to it from a standpoint of what the system is trying to do. And, and not trying to do in certain instances, but what they are doing. That's why I'm thankful that my son goes to a, a private school playing football. thankful that my baby girl goes to a private Christian elementary school that we don't have to pay for. My daughter's about to graduate high school, 3.9 GPA, decent high school, and you find those those small little symbols of hope with decent public schools, depending on where you live. But when you think about those of us that are not privileged from an economic standpoint, a socioeconomic standpoint, they get left behind. And guess what happens? That gulf continues to grow. And we can't shout over that. We can't prophesy over that. We can't sow seed over that. What we gotta do is, is that we have to galvanize and have these uh, these tough conversations to understand the the attack on our communities and the assault on our communities and as preachers we just can't keep telling people that's kind of like what you were saying yesterday will nothing wrong with the shout
5: but your sermon just can't be he gonna bless you every week because you know what dr Patton. i also thought about this look at denzel washington and his wife Mm -hmm. you don't hear their business
1: yeah but see their marriage is very healthy and right what they and, and they live their life in a, in a place that's very private. But when they do let you in, you can see that their marriage is healthy. From the standpoint of when he tells the story about his wife paying for the first date, we don't even talk about those, or we don't talk about Latanya Richardson and Samuel Jackson, where she put him in rehab.
5: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: You know. You know. You know. So we don't. So. So to hold these people as the influence really tells you what the agenda is. I'm sorry. If you can't see it, I'm praying for you. But it's not just entertainment. It is literally entertainment. And again, when they they say you're watching a program, they are programming how people think. It don't affect all of us at the same time because some of us got our righteous minds. Some of us have been shielded and sheltered to a way that we can understand reality from what they're selling. I get it. But there's enough broken homes, there's, a, there's enough broken communities and underserved communities, not just of color, but, but just of all walks of life and all ethnic groups that are buying into this stuff because all they see is kind of like what they did with the drug trade in the 70s and 80s in our communities.
5: That was the drug shame, dealers
1: Yeah, but see, the thing about it is, here's the thing that we had now woke up. And, 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 and that's why I love to have these conversations with the, the so-called intellectuals when they like to attack the church. I say, okay, well, if we're gonna talk about the mega church, how come you ain't talking about the dope dealer that never put no real money in the neighborhood after they made all the millions? How come you ain't right, off of y'all?
5: Right, 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 right.
1: You know they ain't build no community centers. At least the churches did build a church and a, and, and a lot of churches put gyms and let people come play basketball. What did you niggas build? I'm sorry, did I say that word? What did y'all build?
12: And it'd be the same for the strip clubs too because y'all show will put spend thousands in the strip club, True. but you don't expect them to do nothing when there's disaster. So,
5: no, go I, get your rent but money you back. Know, but you know, it is really sad and I have said this before. When you go out of the country and Dr. Patton, you brought it up. And, and 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 they asking you, um, you go, uh They think you gonna act like the reality people on TV, the reality women. I'm you, and I look at the man, and tell him no, that's TV. That ain't real. Come on now.
1: It's, 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 and they it's,
5: believe it's real because they go down there and film that stuff, and that's how they act. But, but Mama Lee, yeah, everybody come down there. to act like that, Lord Mama Lee.
1: If you don't mind me asking, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking, you don't have to tell me if you don't.
5: Mind. I'm sixty eight. I'm proud of it. I am sixty
1: eight. Okay, okay, okay. And okay. okay. I'm just saying it respect because your son is one of my good friends. I just talked to him the other day.
5: Um, but the thing
1: about it is, I can remember a time because you know you're old enough to be my mama. I can remember a time that with television they were very cognizant of the stuff that they put on tv
5: true and i was very cognizant of the things my my children watch ask micah that's Micah. he'll tell you and, and think about it you had all them sitcoms
1: that had families it started to kind of go off the rails with stuff like three's company right a few shows that that pushed the edge of the envelope that was still funny like alice right you know because alice you know she had her son and you had the sassy uh uh what was her name i can't think of her name uh the kiss my grits what was her name uh, uh joe
5: dang uh 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 i can uh, see
1: her face Flo.
5: i can't yeah Flo. Flo. Flo's
1: character the sassy single chick you know we saw those little images but you had again the balance of you know maude and uh, even though Archie Bunker was racist, you had him. It was a family structure. Then uh, the Jeffersons was the spinoff to that to put a, a black, successful black man to be racist. And then the show stayed on the album for 10 years, but you saw the evolution of George's character, right? Right. You know, so, because you could see that the show evolved with how society had evolved
5: but you know what i I uh what was that with uh uh uh, uh dynamite
1: I- <laughs> oh uh 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 good times
5: good time to- i had to stop watching good time anytime you need a payment yeah because yeah. they, they 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 were too they never could see which was true but uh, some people did come out of that poverty mindset but the, know- the theme song was depressing right yeah, the, that made the, me not want to watch the show
1: but the show right. the show was really real life for that living in the
5: projects and all of that
0: but the thing you
1: about the show, i'm like
0: the, i'm like money though that show just made you the theme song just made you like you, you feel like it's search. a rainy day and you want to pull up a blanket and just watch like you just want to binge watch good times with a box of tissues and a, some, right. some cookies
5: At this point, it could be so sad you're yeah. so sad. I said, keeping your like... head above water, Jesus.
12: I don't well, want but, to watch
1: but, this. But, 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 but the thing about it is, we're talking about the early 70s. Yep. And we're talking about a time, and that is still existing in television, by the way, because yep. Malcolm Jamal Warner and um, Eddie Griffin talked about it when they had a sitcom where a lot of these black shows still have a bunch of white writers. Mm-hmm. Right. And and, and what happens is that instead of having black writers that could basically depict black life from an authentic place, you have a lot of bunch of white dudes and white people writing our stuff based on their stereotypical view of who they view us as. And if they're racist, that makes it even worse. Right. So so when you understand it from that perspective, I won't say that good times was all bad, but when you hear uh, the guy, uh, I can't remember what his actual
5: name is, with chadwick he 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 told him he, he couldn't do the soap opera thing because that wasn't his life he don't know nothing about being they old, understood
1: you know. that they had young young black men that watched that show and i and i get it it's two it's two dualities to this for me because michael though he's been, michael is the one that's the brainiac michael is the re- revolutionary so i think that jj as a clown Went across as a certain way, and that was the hit. And what James didn't like was the fact that, okay, we're all actors, and the storylines can be uh, much better than JJ in some of his foolishness.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And right. and so, but but here but here's a duality of that. That character that, that anything in media or that in entertainment can be over the top, right? No matter what. And the third, it means more for us when people serious, right? Because, like Dave Chappelle even discovered in Limit he said that when he discovered that the people was laughing at him and not with him, that's what made him walk away from the show. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Right. So, 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 so from that perspective, you don't win in that area. But in the '80s, and you know late 70s but the 70s and the, the jeffersons was still on television but in george's character changed. they weren't raising small kids they were they were successful and Lionel was a grown man so they only had one child right so yeah you, you have some little gap of certain black characters on television or when um different strokes came out it was the adopted white savior complex of the white daddy taking care of his baby children Which is still very stereotypical, right? When you understand the Gone with the Wind scenario and the Maze and Mammy scenario. So when you understand television from the images, the stuff that you laugh at, when you begin to understand the the actual where it comes from, it it has to make you reevaluate television. And now, here's, here's the indictment on Tyler Perry, on 50 Cent, on Monique, on uh, a lot of people now that can or even in social media. Desi, Rain, Desi Banks, you see the stuff that you see now, we got more control over our content and we still doing buffoonery. Think about it. So now we have to ask ourselves this question.
0: But but, we but Dr. Patton, real quick before you proceed there, just on this point, though, you, I mean, <laughs> if, if anything else, you've got to acknowledge Tyler Perry as a, a, as a brilliant businessman, because no, all don't. he's doing, no, I well, I do, because all he's doing is capitalizing on what people want. People <laughs> have tried. People have tried to deliver what you would call wholesome content or straight and narrow content. It's not with sales. People <laughs> like the buffoonery it's case in point you got spike lee you got him you got uh george allen or, or no what's the, the man's name allen all these people now he's quite successful too but tyler perry has become a billionaire on exploiting the stereotypes i mean you can give people two paths you can't make them choose which one they're gonna choose i mean okay. i think he's me, he's brilliant let me, let me tell you why you're wrong and i say this respectfully, because the way all those
1: people that are striking in hollywood tyler perry firing his writers because he didn't want to pay the money that he needed to pay them. See, that's the part we got to understand about Tyler Perry, too. Like, and Michael Eric Dyson said this about Obama, and it changed my perception and perspective. Not that I had thought that Obama was totally a bad president, but he ain't what we thought he was. We, I could definitely say that, but he said this. He said, we thought that Obama was Moses when he was Pharaoh. What he meant was that Obama was really only more of the same. He was just black. So, So what happens is that when you get a Tyler Perry or you get a 50 cent that gets a deal or a Lee Daniels that gets a deal with Fox uh, or Shonda Rhimes, Issa Rae, and you see these, this thing, these things that they depict, and it's not that it's terrible. I'm not even saying it's wrong. What I'm saying is that when you have the power to create content and you still do the stuff that you say the white people are doing, that's telling. And then to your point, here's what you're saying, which I totally agree with, is that now we have to ask ourselves the appetite of what we are entertained by because we only are entertained by the buffoonery. And that's just not black folks. That, that That's America. But here's the other part of that. It, it hurts us more. It means less because, you know, in the white circles, they got Hallmark. They got other networks that they create to create certain, uh, wholesome families type shows to continue to help support and, uh, undergird their communities with the right imagery. We have not created that.
0: So, so, person, so then if, so, on, so if you
1: let me finish what I'm okay. saying okay. All right. is, when you understand the history of television. And you understand it from a space of not only making money but also depicting the images that you want to depict and now that we have more influence we have more money and we have our own uh, uh prowess with media there should be it's kind of like with anything else if i want a family show i should be able to cut on a network and say a black network and say this is gonna be the whole family stuff that we get. If we want adult entertainment and not just sex, but we talk about adult stuff that's real life, that's dramatic and those kind of things. Because even in my attest to this, when I was growing up in the eight, you couldn't watch Dallas. M- Mama and them will let you stay up past nine o'clock because Dallas is gonna be on TV. Or what was the other show? That was uh, off Limits. TV, right? Uh, even when the quote unquote when the stories came on or the soap operas came on, my grandma. Now y'all go in there and play, cause mom about to watch her story. See, w- what I'm saying is the 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 the, uh, the 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 disrespect of how we have more control over our entertainment now over the last 20 years. I that's why I can't applaud Tyler Perry, cause even when he did the um when he did the uh, what was it the, the Why Did I Get Married? movies, they were good movies. But at the last movie, he has a woman, a dude coming out of a cave why what's the agenda for that when you're talking about marriage and healthy images in black america or as spike lee pointed out and he was right your whole persona is you dressing up as a mammy character that's toxic and damaging because the white man lionsgate will write you a check to depict that they will do that that's not success Hold on, listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> listen to what I'm saying. because those, I, hear you. Those I images, hear you. Those images. I just told somebody this the other day. We were arguing about Deion Sanders. And we were talking about, oh, Deion is going to be able to go to the SEC. I said, here's why he's not going to be able to. Because Alabama, Auburn, those kind of schools, they got boosters that make those decisions. Not the president and not the AD. And what happens is those kind of white men with long, deep pockets get to tell you who they want. And he ain't one of them. And not just him, but black coaches in general. And if they do do it, they got a shorter lease than the other guys do. What am I saying? I'm saying that you got to understand who writes the checks controls the narrative. And in particular in the media business. And when you don't understand the fact that, okay, now, dude, okay, you made it you got your own studio. You ought to be promoting the next generation, but you're not doing that. You're sitting on this big high horse, looking as though I made it and I'm a billionaire and I got this versus saying, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna train the next black writer. See, let me let me tell you this. Here's why I can say it from this way from a perspective, a, a historical perspective, perspective, because we don't even know who Charles Hamilton Houston is. If, if you ask the average black person, they don't know who he is. And I'll tell you why they don't know. Because you just know who Thurgood Marshall is. You just know what the Brown versus Board School Board decision was to desegregate schools. You know that. But if Charles Hamilton Houston doesn't create uh, Black Harvard and Howard, there is no board of, uh, Brown versus Board of Education. There is no Thurgood Marshall who becomes uh, Supreme Court Justice because Howard, uh, Houston understood the future. Our generation of successful black folks, very few of us understand the next generation. And we don't leave the breadcrumbs for real for the next generation. That's the problem. And if we're continuing ourselves, now that we have more control over content, and we're gonna use the excuse that buffoonery is the only way to make money when Bill Cosby has already proven that's not true. Because he did it at NBC. And he had less resources. That's an excuse. And I don't accept that. I don't accept it. And I love Tyler Perry. I, I say that from love. I say that from love, because again, as a critic of the of the art form and having studied the media business, I know that we could do that. And I'm not saying that everything has to be about God and church. I'm not saying that I'm just saying, even with hip hop, all about black entertainment is not diverse. It is the same stuff. Cause it makes money. And when mammon is your God, you'll do what you need to do to make money. Instead of saying like, uh, what's his name? I J.R. Smith said this, he said, man, I realize now that I've retired, I could take $60,000 and blow it in the strip club. Instead of like we were talking about the the it, 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 at least with the Italians and the Irish and the Jews that had uh, criminal enterprises, at least they built their communities. We didn't do that. And we had the money to do it. Instead, the big drug dealers uh, in Detroit and Chicago and l a and New York, they moved to the suburbs but you tell the pastors that have churches in the hood that they're the charlatans and they are the ones that are the uh the bloodsuckers and the parasites when the truth of the matter is we all the same so we got to start telling the truth all them black writers that he fired on meet the browns we don't talk about that to keep more money in his pocket underpaying the the grips and the people that actually make the show happen Because guess what? The whole Screen Actors Guild was on strike. I can see if Tyler Perry was not in that that class, but he was, because he was doing the same thing that the white man was doing, underpaying the people that actually make the shows possible. So he's not a hero. He's just depicted as one. And the problem is that when we see the Will and Jada's, and we see the people like what Denzel is trying to do, Buy, he bought up all of August Wilson's plays, and he's trying to get the money to basically put the projects on on film. Here's why he can't: because it's not buffoonery. If Tyler Perry, who got his that? own, hold on, if, if, if Tyler Perry got his own studios, and here's Denzel Washington, the most decorated actor in Black America today. He's out. Sydney Poitier. Now, God rest his soul. He could call him and say, man, you got all of August Wilson's plays. Let's put it all on TV and let my studio do it and let's make some money. And let's put some images out there that can basically help the next generation. Where's that phone call? You just see the money in the studios and saying, look at me. I'm a black man that bought some old Civil War places and turned them into studios. Cool. But what you going to do with them? Are you still gonna make buffoonery? You still gonna make Madea movies? Because that's the only thing really that you've done has been successful. Because we tried to do Alice Cross and other stuff that was wholesome outside of the um uh, outside of the uh, why did I get married stuff. You messed that up because that was actually the first couple movies was actually good.
0: Well, you just proving my point there, Pat. I mean, this is that's exactly what I'm saying. So hold on, let, let me just jump in here and say this. First of all, there would be no Tyler Perry, the magnet without Madea. That's what made the man. So. In my view, and and when is the last time he, if you can't see the evolution, I definitely see the evolution. I mean, when is the last time he made a Madea movie? It's been probably, I don't know, maybe close to a decade. I don't know, but it's been a long time. He has ventured off into so many other aspects and avenues, but, but what I'm gonna say is, I can't look at his body of work that the man chose to use his genius to become a billionaire. I mean, I have to applaud that as being a businessman myself and applaud from where he stood in that stance. He gave people what they wanted to see. But he also took his platform and he's blessing people every single day. You know, I reside in Atlanta. So I see everything and that he, he does in, in this is. city and what he does across the country and the world. And Will. This, yes.
5: Will. He yeah. pays the
0: actors. Yeah, he, he paid pays them. the actors. And even White the ones that didn't. Absolutely. Sorry. Absolutely. He, I, I can't say that that man does not give back. I can't say that he is not a philanthropist. But what I, I can agree with you on the fact of the content it might not be palatable to everybody, but all he did was provide people something they wanted to see. He made other movies, he did other things. None of them, as you say, were as successful as as the content that people gravitated towards. It is what it is. I mean, to me, I'm not a Spike Lee fan. I think Spike Lee was hating. But but I can't even say that all of Spike Lee's movies are wholesome. So you can't be mad at one man because he found a lane that he could thrive in, a lane that he could be successful in. But on the other hand, he's out here giving back. He's out here propping up the community. He's sending people to college. He's paying off scholarships, giving people full ride to Morehouse and other schools. I mean, this man is doing good deeds out here I just, I just can't see it any other way so we can disagree maybe with some of his content but i can't disagree with his business okay, okay. i okay,
1: can I, I can disagree with this how about you pay the people that they supposed what they supposed to make they look like you
0: well that's always but that's always going to be questionable right how many of us <laughs> Period. are, are going to to
1: be why does it have to be for some
0: because everybody's going to say what what i deserve is going to be x and you pay based on x he's probably one thing i do let me finish this point then i give it back to you but one thing i do know about tyler perry we can argue about him paying people what they should be paid but he's given i would say 90 percent of the people who have performed in tyler perry plays movies and shows would not even be discovered if it weren't for Tyler Perry. they were, He's resurrected people who had careers that were long gone. He's brought people to our attention that we never heard of and never would have heard of. And they use that as a platform to then go and make their own money. So I can't fault that man. He is paying them what they agreed to. This is what I say. When I hire people, you agree to the salary I'm giving you. You don't have to take the job. But if you take it, and this is your time to negotiate for your salary is before you say, yes, I'll take it. If they don't have a problem with it, why we got a problem with it?
1: But here's why I got a problem with it because all that stuff you just said is because that's the stuff sending a kid to more house or helping people and being philanthropic and stuff that people can see that make that basically helps people believe that all the other stuff that had you do business behind the scenes ain't happening that's a smoke screen for me that's not integral so 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 from that perspective like oprah same thing when you understand those that have the power, you put Ayana Van Zant on television that basically likes to tear down men. You give a whole platform to do it. Yeah. So it's not necessarily hate, it's critique. I'm just saying we can do better, is all I'm saying. And the excuse, yeah, okay, you made you do you did some muddy thing. Okay, it was cool for a while. You ran into the ground because it kept making money because it was the only thing that you could really create. Meet the Browns and all the other little stuff that Black audiences just watch. And that's cool. I ain't mad at you. But I am saying this. I'm saying now, at this stage of your career, when you have more creative control, you got your own studio. And like I said, because you didn't deal with the point about what I said with other Black script writers that actually has stuff that's credible because Hollywood gives young white screenwriters and directors opportunities all the time. And not just direct, not just actors that you can hire cheaply. We're talking about directors. We're talking about writers. We're talking about that kind of stuff. That's where the needle moves.
0: Now, I agree with you there, Pat. I agree with you there. I don't disagree with that at all. I'm just saying okay, we so, can't so. negate. We can't negate everything else he's done. I'm and not you know, negated. that was a platform for him negated. to get where he is.
1: I'm just saying that's to me, the potential it's almost like if I, if i'm like it's in sports if if shaquille o'neal was seven foot one 330 pounds in 1988 shooting threes what do you think his coach is going to tell him son get your tail on the block he the biggest thing out here why you couldn't
5: throw a three throw for not that's
1: okay <laughs> but he still got he still average, he still averaged 30 points a night <laughs> what the point is this i'm saying that Tyler perry is Shaq in, in this in these streets he should be dunking the ball and not shooting threes. he should he can do well it. you
5: know you know what we can look at everybody's flaws and what and say what they should and shouldn't be doing um but we can't just neglect that the good they're doing yeah He should have been paying his people. I say Hollywood should be paying their people. I say Hollywood should be paying their black actors just as much as they pay their white ones, but they ain't doing it. How do we we justify that? Because let's let
6: her finish. Pat and Pat, can we let her finish? She is our elder. Can we let her finish?
1: (laughs) Just say that. I know she's my elder. Don't do that. Go ahead.
6: I'm sorry. What was that?
1: I said, you don't have to do that and remind me that she's an elder. We just having a discussion. All of that, I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but you ain't got to do that. I understand that she's my elder she, I, I right. didn't
6: say I, you were being
1: disrespectful. I'm just saying, can we let her finish? She gets Okay, cut I, off I'm her. letting her finish, but I'll just let you know I, I recognize that. I, I didn't need that extra. That's
5: what I'm saying. I love y'all. Y'all <laughs> my children. I love y'all. Don't make me come through this app and get uh, both of y'all a spank Ain't it. nobody coming I love through. Y'all. His this is, it's okay. It's okay, Ebony. I'm fine. Um, I lost my thought. Look, we, we, we. I, I like, I love Tyler Perry. I don't like everything that he put out there. I don't like all his content. Uh, I, I, I really don't. It's a lot of content out there. Uh, that uh Spike Lee put out there. I, I didn't like that either. I didn't watch it either. I picked and choose. Uh, and I, I always pick and choose my battles, uh, but, you know, we as a race, it, 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 we can't say somebody else should do better if we ain't going to be that simple to, to walk the way to be better ourselves. So we take what we learn from their field steps and make it better when we walk the walk. That's all I want to say. What we see that they doing wrong, we turn it around and make it good. Make sense? Hey, Go ahead, Prophet. I've thing. been
0: missing from the room What y'all talking about? Everything. <laughs> Everything.
1: But Lord, it, I Jesus. done went into a whole meeting. We we don't had a good debate. Uh but but what we're talking about the whole entertainment industry and its pitfalls and all the things and what i was trying to let lady ebony know was that and even mama Lynn know. look i'm past the part of what he has done and what he does good i'm past <laughs> what more and and when you get that kind of platform with your own studios and you got and i used the analogy of charles uh, houston who helped train all those black lawyers that basically created the uh the, the space for third good marshall to become a, a supreme court justice we gotta have that we should have that same mentality towards saying like when film first started there was a black man named oscar michelle that had a, a had a film company that they made him shut down and a lot of the jewish guys took over hollywood so i'm coming from a whole different space i if i talk about something one thing you gotta know about me whether you like me or not she, she left it said what i usually do If you don't like what I say, that's okay. But I can tell you this much. I'm well informed. I don't talk out the side of my neck that I can tell you if I don't know, I don't say nothing. So my job as a communicator is to push the envelope and not only push the envelope, but challenge you to go deeper than just "Oh, Tyler Perry sends people to school. We've been doing that. Boy, you got studios and you participated in Hollywood. You didn't pay your own people. Beyond what the screen elders Guild a guild rate was and you a billionaire I got a problem with that and you a black man. You slept in your car. You know what this is about I have no I can't defend that. I'm sorry if you can because he sent a kid to college But you don't you underpay people that deserve to be paid. I can't defend that I can't separate the two I can't if you can that's cool, but don't expect me to
5: and all I get your point point. I get your point, but this is what I'm saying to you. You see that, you know that you in the entertainment world because you deal with sports, you, you, you know, you got your own businesses and stuff. So you understand that and you, you know what that look like and you know what that feel like. So you, 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 what I'm saying is we be the bigger people and say, I'm not going to do the same thing you did because you, you you missed the step. You missed the step.
0: And Dr. Patton, so I think I'm also. Me, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
5: So you know, I I love it because you, you you teach me a lot each day, and I watch a lot of documentaries and stuff. I I watched one the other day about the guy about the Tesla, the owner Tesla. That man, uh, he but cocoa pops. So that's all I'm going. <laughs> You're <But> right. <laughs> You're right. I didn't realize that he made billions off of paypal i mm. learned that much and i was like oh well what was that on that part i knew he was the test of the guy i knew he shot the records i know he bought uh uh, uh whatever x now you know i knew all that but PayPal, i didn't know i watch a lot i am a history person i love to know to know uh people could tell you it, don't talk to me when world news come on because I'm gonna get off phone I get mad when I can't w- watch news and I don't watch the news just to be watching the news I'm watching the news to find out what you is and what you ain't saying that's right and, and mama so uh, you oh, know I'm, I'm trying to pull it apart go ahead Will I'm I sorry to know.
0: no no I, I, I was to just know. I was just gonna say you know I, I, and I hear you saying underpaid and I think See, I I use I would use that term a little more loosely than you, because, again, I think it goes back to, you know, just business acumen and business savvy. And I don't know, you know, your whole story. I appreciate everything you bring to these dialogues, but I know that even you, if you've ever had to be in a position to to hire someone or you hire a team of people, you're going to negotiate for salaries. I mean, any smart businessman would. So, you know, there's always going to be a meeting in the middle of what we pay you, what you think you're worth, what I think you're worth. People just, and and he's not exempt from that. He's a businessman. He's got to make money. America is driven by the profit motive, you know, the profit margin. What what, what is that going to be? So he is not doing anything contrary or uh, evil or anything like that by paying people what is deemed to be a fair wage, a wage that the union has accepted, a wage that these actors have accepted. They've accepted They've accepted these me, wages, right? They've accepted you know, them. Dangerous. Here's why that's dangerous: because we live in a country. Well, it might be dangerous, patent but it's real. It's every day. It happens I mean, for every business owner in America. So, so it.
1: we elected a guy president that said he was a businessman that a community had been committing fraud for years. He's got ninety-one charges on him for being a business. No, sir, that's not acceptable.
0: Well, not that's, every businessman is corrupt, so number one. So you, you're dealing with two different things. You're dealing with someone who's corrupt versus dealing with someone who has that's a business that's, that's acumen that says that I want to maximize my profit margin. That's a different thing. That,
1: no, let me tell you, as a small business owner myself, that, that, that when I found out that and what we got to pay as smaller companies, okay, look, I'll say it this way. I just put myself out there. The reason why I don't have employees is because I can't afford to pay them. So there are certain things I got to do. I got to spend the block and burn the midnight oil until I can afford to pay people what they're worth. So from that perspective, my value system, when I look at not just Tyler Perry, but when I look at the, the, the American business system, and when we talk about the very first American business business system that was exploitative called slavery, where we could make it uh, justifiable. They were just good businessmen when they got black folks to come over and work for nothing. Was that good business or was that wicked Okay, so from that perspective, then from slavery, we go to a point to where the industrial age happened and we get to the early eighteen, uh, late 1800s, early 1900s, we had to put laws in place to make sure that we, the businessmen, did not put children to work eight hours. We had to do that because businessmen didn't have a soul enough to know that they couldn't work for more than eight hours a stringing that.
3: While
1: not? So, we begin to understand the history of labor laws in america and then when you get to the 80s when reagan basically deregulated a lot of the stuff that protected the american workers protected the environment protected things from wicked businessmen that only were concerned about money so for me when i hear that from, and i'm not talking about you i'm just talking about from a standpoint of what we believe yeah. in our society i'm saying that we're tone deaf to understanding the fact of wages and not only fair wages, but wages that make moves the needle and makes that the economy flow the way it's supposed to.
0: So let me ask you this then, very directly then. So are you upset that Tyler Perry is playing the same game? That finally we get a black man who can play the game that white men have been playing all the time. So we're I'm, mad at him now because he's playing the same game that's a legal game that has been set up for him to follow. So now that he's in there and he's doing it, making money the same way that the big boy is doing it, we got a problem with it. why is that and at the same time he's exposing african americans on a level that has never been in play before like i said giving people opportunities that we would never even hear of or people that we've long forgot about but i think the man has done his job now is he finished no
1: it's like the the democratic party to tell you we have to get voting rights but we was also hold on listen to me the same people that also help us get voting rights are the same people that passed the ninety four crime bill, and, you, and I'm supposed to like the Democrats. <laughs> so, 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 so from so so, so, so so from that perspective, here's what you got to understand: I don't disagree with the fact that Tyler Perry can do things that helps people in the community. The problem is, I expect a, a move like Robert Smith, where I help young black. Get those jobs in the financial sector where they come out making what they're supposed to because of the market What Tyler my my thing with Tyler Perry was that he underpaid the people past what the screen Actors union Hear me was supposed to pay and you had the money That's evil sir Evil and not only that he's not the only one. I'm not talking about just from here We want to pick on him. We talk about why the strike happened in the first place when you do the research and you see that part then what I'm saying don't seem so crazy because when we're talking about righteousness and we're talking about a guy that depicts in his movies the church and faith and God and all this other stuff and that's how you treat people sir, that means you're a hypocrite. That means that the stuff that you say you value, you don't. Because if you did you would make sure that you would want to make people that deserve to make at least what the union says they're supposed to make.
0: Okay, are- I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you. Positioning is everything. I think that he is in a posture now to do more. I think we're speaking of Tyler Perry as if he's a had been or a write-off. Tyler Perry is but he's young in the industry. He still has a whole life ahead of him to impact change. And I believe that he's gonna do that. I think him stepping away from the Medea movies is a big, a big step in that process. I think he recognizes that he wants to elevate. And I really think that he's gonna make that make that change and make that pivot to to provide more more inclusive and more wholesome entertainment for everybody and use his platform and his studio here um to, to to train up the next generation of directors i really feel that i think that he got his position he needed everything that has taking place to get where he is today and i think that now we can look at him at a forward trajectory and see you know now how can we impact on a much grander scale
1: well let me ask you this will here's a question we got to both back ourselves and i, and I agree I, i'm optimistic as well because i believe that Anybody, especially who's made it as far as he has and has persevered the way that he has, like it or not, I'm not saying I hated all his movies. I thought Daddy's Little Girl was a great movie. I mm-hmm. thought The Family That Praise was a great movie. I, I think that there are certain parts of what he has done and does that still has value. I am just saying that Tyler, you it's kind of like what Arsenio Hall went through back in the day. When he first started off in your hall, and he wasn't having many rappers come on the show, the rappers was mad with him. And they were mad at him. They was like, man, you bringing Nirvana on there. You got uh, the Beastie Boys. You you got everybody between. He had to explain to them, look, bro, y'all in this. Because America ain't really ready for y'all like that yet. And I know that. I'm in the rooms when I'm having these discussions about who we're going to bring. So from that perspective, I'm using that as a backdrop to say that when you are a trailblazer and you black, there is a duality that you got to deal with. You got to basically be sure that you don't burn the bridge that you're trying to bring the black folks across while you keep the black folks from lynching you because they think you're a sellout and you ain't trying to help nobody. So that's a powerful duality to walk through every day. And all I'm saying is, and I get it, even with Tyler. That's why, like I said, I ain't saying this from a place of disrespect, and I don't love them. I'm saying it from a place of critical thinking. And in America, and particularly in Black America, when we think critically, we like to say it's hating versus just saying, let's have a critical discussion that's constructive to say, how can we move the narrative of Black life ahead when you got to do with 45 studios in Atlanta, and all these Black writers and directors looking for scripts to actually put in somebody's hand to get the movie made.
0: And and let me it, clarify, too, because I didn't I wasn't calling you a hater area early, early I mean, and no, tater, i meant to you that. but mean, I I, but mean, what, what I was saying, hating, I was talking about uh, Spike Lee because I really do sure. think that he was hating. I think he was in his feelings because he's like, I've been out here long. I've been doing this and y'all ain't showed me the same kind of love. And I'm trying to give you all thought provoking stuff. Yet this man gets on here and dresses up like a woman and y'all throw it all to him. So I think that there was some there was some haterade in there. Um, yeah, and sure, so that's that, why. I,
1: that's a problem. He did throw shade. He yeah. did throw shade. <laughs> say I ain't saying he did, but I think that's a private phone call, and maybe he tried to, and Tyler didn't want to listen to him. I I think that from from what we're, what we're talking about, and at most times we have critical discussions, they go away from us. Again, the narrative for us as black folks is, man, Deion Sanders put two million dollars or this black person put this on we, We'll applaud that, and we should, but then when we look at the other. Up- like man the screen after this uh rate is 500 an hour 10, 100. you know so if we look at it from that perspective we are and that's just an i don't know if that was actual rate. Right? i'm just using it as an example i'm just saying from a space of we ought to be able to have that discussion we ought to be able to say well man you own the studio so you got Jordan Peele, you got michael b jordan out here you got all these different people that got star power that you can partner with to get projects done like in fact um uh uh i think michael b jordan is trying to get this uh in uh, his uh, and the other guys remember uh, uh ryan coogler they're trying to get made uh massa musa the story of the richest black man in the world or the richest man ever to live they're trying to get that made. you know how hard it was for uh, Spike Lee to get malcolm x made and he ran out of money who we had to go to he had to go to bill cosby and michael jordan and all the other folks so you got to understand the opportunity that we have. That, that, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to talk about that when you got in Atlanta, you got basically black Hollywood in Atlanta, and you got a black man that's sitting on the throne. We can do way better than what we're doing. That's the message. Now, I ain't mad about my dear because that's done. Okay, that's how you got there. I ain't mad. And then it wasn't all about my dear because you had other great content that was good movies. And, and yeah. I get and I do it. I paid to go see him. I ain't mad. I ain't totally mad at him for that. But <laughs> I'm saying that, bro, we got all this stuff now. You got Oprah, and we got you. We got a lot of millionaires. Another, well, a let's lot not of forget
0: Bob Johnson, who who arguably did more harm to the community than Tyler Perry ever I, absolutely, did.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But he sold BET, which I was he did. Off. He did. But, but you know, got, but you're right. I mean, B. I mean, but, but but here's the thing. And here's the fence. Cause he, my friend, brother. There's, there's a couple ways to look at this, right? You start out with the church programming and all the, the different, uh, shows that they had, uh, they had to, they had to try to be all things to all people. Cause he was the only network that was catered to black entertainment.
0: And I think intentions were good. I, I love uh, Bob Johnson. It just reading his book and stuff like that. But I think intentions always start out good, but it's just that, you know, what, what makes you- money to your point is yep. what you gotta lean into to keep the business going. I get it. Yeah, yep. I
1: get it But what I'm saying is I ain't mad that he made the content he made. I'm to my way at now You know, it's kind of like, you know, if uh, when I was 17 years old, I did some stuff I was supposed to be doing and I'm 37 or I'm 48 and I'm still doing the same stuff I was doing at 17. You say man, you can do much better than that You'd say that so I get right same. right I think that Tyler can do much better from a standpoint of now, and I and I know there's probably stuff that we don't see him probably now that he could be working on. Who knows? I hope that's true. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that when you, you got him. studios <laughs> you and you it. got fighters, Oscar nominated or you got Oscar worthy type of people, because the reason why Tyler Perry's got to give unknown people jobs because he's trying to keep all the money in his pocket. And I'm saying or he bro, could be
0: trying to resurrect and really give people an oh, opportunity oh, you know uh
1: nah, uh-uh, no mm-mm, no because think about it can you imagine but that the, feeds
0: into think about this real quick real quick though that feeds into you know people get excited about seeing people from the past and they see that they're gonna be on the big screen they see a cicely tyson gonna be in this movie or Felicia Rashad, although she doesn't need him for notoriety, but just other people that he kind of resurrected and brought to the forefront, that gives you that sense of nostalgia. I mean, I think it feeds right into the demographic that supports him. It's like he's giving it to him. So I think it is, I think that's also part of his way of giving back and saying, you know, let's not forget about these legends. Let's not forget about these people who kind of got me to where I am well, that's today. That's his th- thought. But I mean,
1: but if that's the only, that, if that's the only way you do it versus, you know what? We gonna to put together a big project and get some money and get uh get cause 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 cause, cause think about it like this. let's say we got LeBron is making the cheese he making uh we got all kind of black millionaires not just athletes and entertainers we got all kind of black folks with money and we say we wanna make a movie about say Robert. Uh, why does white Hollywood have to be the ones to fund our stories? Ask yourself that question. Why do we have to lean into the buffoonery to go to them to get money and then they'll make it? The, or they'll go and make the woman king and take the Dahomey tribe that actually sold us and then not get the other tribes that actually was fighting the white folks and keeping them out of their country, like uh Queen Almaradas, who had a husband who wasn't gay. You, you have to ask yourself these questions why we can't fund our stories. And we let them do it and they get mad when they tell the story wrong. When the truth of the matter is, we got Negroes with influence and studios and we ain't making that stuff. And then when the white folks do it, we go see it in droves. Go, and, and go to the movies and put on the dashiki and then say Wakanda forever. When Wesley Snipes tried to get the movie made 30 years ago. So we have to tell the truth, bro. That's all I'm saying. When you're informed about how the stuff has happened and why it happened. And then we can't fall for the banana in the tailpipe saying, Holland Perry them, gave a lot of people jobs. That's cool. But it's bigger than that. You can do more than that. It's almost like if you see uh, a loser like with the Cowboys. Man, Dak price got through for 400 yards, and they still lost. Them 400 yards, and you still lose, ain't going to look all that good no more because you're losing. We're losing in certain areas that we could really be turning We could be really turning the ship around. And it starts with people that's got the influence. But here's the truth. And Monique did lie because she got vindicated quiet as a scale. What Lee Daniels and Oprah and them did. And Tyler Perry had something to do, to do with it, too. So if you start really having those conversations from that perspective, bro, I'm just saying we can do better. We can do so much better. Because we got the knowledge, we got some money. We ain't got all the money, but we got enough money to control some stuff. We got digital media that's out there. It's a clean slate. Netflix giving budgets if you got a script. We got to tell the truth. We don't have to depend on CBS and Fox and all the old studios in Hollywood. Netflix, they will do business with us if we move the needle. Why you think Country Wayne no, on Netflix? And I ain't gonna lie, his skits are cool, but he ain't that funny of a comedian, in my opinion. But I ain't mad at him. I'm just saying, the avenues, he's a, a shining example of how we can control our narrative if we decide to. Last week's Upper Room Conference was completely phenomenal. Make sure you watch the replay available now on YouTube
0: click the link in our bio <laughs> was country wayne on there
5: nice job nice
0: job My father, you- i'm over here doing a voiceover man yo, yeah, oh, I, I thought God. you I said that i thought about. you said that because country wayne was on that i was like oh maybe i gotta go, go back and watch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey how you doing wait, 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 wait. Where, where I'm sorry. Say it again. Where do you live? Atlanta. Okay. You so you in Atlanta? So I'm you, in Atlanta. You know what I'm talking.
1: And we're not far. I'm, on, I'm only three hours from here. I'm in I'm in Nashville.
0: Okay. But, All right. She just want break.
1: You know, but but it's important to note that again. I'm just a critical thinker. Right. Every, everybody can't take me. That's why Ebony had to leave. Because what I had to let her know was that I was trying to never disrespect Mama Lynn. And Mama, and Mama Lynn's grown. Mama Lynn can defend herself. She said I was talking over her.
0: He could have done it. Well, no, you know, I, I think that, you know, I, I hey, I appreciate the dialogue you bring and the commentary you bring. You know, I think that, that you always come from a place of, of knowledge, um, but you know, two people can look at the same body of work and walk away with a slightly different perspective. So it's always good to be able to, you know, to share, because if I see something slightly, you know, this way, I, and, and then you don't see it, or maybe you see it, and maybe you can enlighten me on this point, or I can make you think about it and be maybe a little more forgiving in this way and vice versa. I mean, I always think it's good, you know, knowledgeable people coming together about the same topic because we're all going to have our own opinions and that's how you inform and shape you know going forward and, and perspective is definitely I'll be right back. okay
1: perspective is definitely abstract from a space of knowing that look life is one way through the lens of my experience and it may be different in your in, in your experience because of your your experience and that forms your perspective but we can we can just dissect the facts and, and what I don't like is that when people say, as always, you always do X, Y, and Z. And there's been a bunch of toxic people that don't come in here no more. They would say all kinds of stuff to people and act crazy and talk crazy. But when I'm myself, and when I'm basically offering healthy dialogue and not from a place of disrespect, but to learn and to also teach, to say, look from a deeper lens than just, oh, Will and Jada have been separated for seven years. Oh, really? So all the stuff y'all been telling us for twenty years been a lie because you've been t- we y'all been struggling in y'all marriage marriage for years.
3: Right. You know
1: that's all I'm saying. I I ain't come across to kind of kind of come across like I got degrees in this and the third. And I I, I preface that several times. I just said I'm coming from a place of experience because I studied media and I know how it works.
7: I see- well, listen, let me go ahead
1: and stop right there because I got to go back and listen to the replay now because <laughs> I'm getting all this kind of text
0: messages. Y'all having this conversation and I don't know what's going on. And right I'm like Dr. I Patton prophet I, I'm like Dr. Patton I don't know where all these be posted we got to measure sometimes what we say this stuff could come back and uh bite us in a few years like like, you said on this day about this person I was like okay mm-hmm. let me uh let me reel it back a little bit. I before I say too right much. and that's why I say I tell
1: people all about everything that I do from you know me speaking on here to me working in the church even my prophecies are written down and recorded because you never know like how people are actually measuring you and how some of this stuff can come back to you but no Mm -hmm. what i'm gonna do right now is i'm gonna go ahead and pause the conversation right now because I definitely want to go back and listen to it and catch up
0: and I don't want to listen to a whole four hours all over again because <laughs> hey I was here for half the room I just want to hit a part where I missed so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna stop it right here Pastor
1: Patton um I'm gonna let y'all give y'all final remarks I have no question on the day today because I'm busy I got stuff going on I got to go get some papers notarized. I'm up here at the church working on getting a link tree and a Instagram and stuff together plus pastor got a lot of stuff going on so I'm trying to get all my stuff done. But I definitely want to give y'all space to give y'all final remarks. And I, like I, I said, no question of the day. And then, Patton, I'm going to throw it on you to just press on out at the end. Well, I, I said a lot today, and I apologize if I rub some feathers the wrong way. But I'm— Well, I'm, they not here no more to apologize. I don't give thought <laughs> but, but, but I'm just going to don't, say, don't ask me not to be me. and everybody else be safe. That's all I'm saying. I ain't talking about you, Prophet. I'm just saying. Oh, oh mama please.
0: Lynn Mama Land, did you have
1: final remarks? Run mama Lane, were you
5: there? I'm sitting here laughing. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh laughing at Dr. Pan. Everybody else gets to be there for me. And then when I keep the best crazy stuff,
1: she gets mad
0: the Patton, you just, you, you have know, a strong, man. you have a strong personality, that's all, and, you, you know, it's, it's, and it's you nothing do. wrong with that. You just have a strong personality, you're confident you in your delivery. And, you know, sometimes, you know, I, I ain't, that's all I'm going no, <laughs> to no, say. No, 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 I wasn't going to say nothing about you. I was just going to say sometimes people can't always palate that, you know, but, you know, and so. Uh, you know, you just you you have, a, but like I said, I find value in what you say and what you bring, and you know, I, I feel like if it's something that doesn't quite sit right or something I want to counter, I have the freedom to speak up and you know Absolutely. we can, we, can, we, we can have a conversation about it. But no, I just I just think you have a strong personality and like I said, you're confident in your delivery and. You know, sometimes with that, um, you know, that might be kind of what worked Ebony up to date because she thought you were cutting Mama Lynn off and what have you. And I know that you were still in, in, in your passion behind what you were saying. And Mama Lynn did say something. You wanted to respond quickly. Um, but she was just kind of kind of jumping in to kind of say, hold on, hold on, hold on, and, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, my son. she's my elder. I just said that 15 minutes ago. I know that. I don't need you to tell me that. I ain't to <laughs> And Mama Lynn didn't tell me something I was going to- now I'm on the see mama, and I'm going to sit down. I ain't need you to do
5: that for her. She ain't need you to do that for her. Well, I, Mama Lynn, go ahead
1: and get your final remarks, because I definitely I, want to hear from you. I
5: just hope I didn't offend her by saying, you know, I love them, and I don't want to come through here and get nobody no spanking, because I literally was trying <laughs> to just break the ice and get everybody to laugh. Um, my 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 skin has thickened, so I don't take a lot of personal. That's why I say I thank God for cancer. Because he broke some stuff off of me. Oh, Lord. So, uh, but the conversation been good. We done been around the world. Only thing we didn't talk about was the baptism. I care less. You know, it's funny to me. Why is you baptizing the man with a water bottle? You could have been like the uh, Catholic church. They have a big old basin and they take a scoop or a cup or a pitcher and hey, you bend over it and they pour the water on your head could have been like Catholic church or they do this sprinkle thing i don't know but why would you take a bottle of water and pour it over somebody i don't know i'm clueless so uh because i was emerge twice so um i'm gonna leave that right there y'all have a good afternoon uh it is 12 o'clock we way past closing time and you know we done been in church a good long time been church Amen. in this long t- time in a long time so god bless you may the peace and the grace of god always be with you all you. This, this
1: this black pentecostal church we, we hold on that's what we did
0: right i'm gonna say this church, this parking lot church at this point <laughs> all right Will. I'm gonna throw it over to you for final remarks man <laughs> great conversation today uh just just wonderful dialogue with, with good people and so I enjoy the fellowship what I say Mama Lynn says something about the water bottle she says she had been dipped twice it just made me think you know I was baptized as a very young child you know did, did, is there ever a need to be baptized again or you know are, are we just baptized once and we're good you know things that I'm even wondering now do I even fully understand what I was doing at the time. Like, why did my parents and the pastor even allow me to get baptized at six or five or however old I was? But um, that's just something that popped in my head. But, you hey, know, my that's going to be a good topic. I'm going to actually write that down because that might be a good topic. Yeah. I mean, for a lot of people, you know, you're baptized so young, um, you know, do you need it again? Do you need it when you actually have the consciousness of what is going on in your life and and true understanding or, you know, we go through the formality sometimes being small and then we just kind of grow up with things and it just kind of sticks with us and, you know, so yeah, it might be a good topic, but uh, a few weeks ago, you had a song of the day and I had to leave before you got off of that. But but if I'm thinking today, my song for today, and I know you didn't ask for a question of the day, but I'm stepping with Victory is Mine by Dorothy Nowhere today. So that's that's just in my spirit. It was in my spirit when I woke up. And that's an old song by one of our elder uh, gospel singers. But Victory is Mine. That's, that's in my spirit today. <laughs> awesome. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> Thank you, Will. I just love how you came in. And you've been a part of the bunch, just like everybody else. Like, you've grown into your voice talking on here with us and having fun with us. So, I man, I appreciate it, and I value you so much. So I appreciate you, man. Thank you so Thank much. You. So Pat, And I'm going to throw it over to you, last but not least, so you can go ahead, give your final remarks, and then press on out.
1: Well, I love y'all, uh, and I hope y'all know that. And Mama Lynn, I hope you know that, too, as well. Your son has become one of my good friends that I can just call and, and laugh and talk, preach and talk with and all that kind of stuff. So you know the love is real. And one day I hope to get to meet you in person, like I hope to meet you and your son, meet your son as well in person, and all of y'all. Ain't done. he
5: silly? Ain't he silly?
1: He is. He really. If I need a laugh, <laughs> I know who to call. Pastor Michael Stucky is a riot, and he—he's a good guy. He's a good guy. I love him, and I can tell he was—he was—he was raised well uh, by his mother, and uh, all the things that you did to 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 make him the man that he is, uh, it, it definitely shows. So hats off to you. Let's pray. Father, we bless you. We thank you uh, for this room. We thank you for every person that came in here, mad or indifferent or happy or edified or whatever, God. We just thank you that, Father, we can have critical discussions uh, and not just about church, but God, just about life in general, God, and how they affect us as a body of christ god we thank you for every business every job god every endeavor every uh dream god even troubles oh god that may be pushing us into our destiny so father we bless you We thank you oh god where our purpose and our pain will intersect and god you get the glory because the outcome is already decided so god we bless you we give you praise god we give you glory we give you honor in jesus name we pray amen mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Pat. And I appreciate that. Well, guys, it's time for us to go ahead and get on our offer here. I love you guys. I'm praying for you guys. I hope you guys have a peaceful, prosperous, and a productive day. And I'll see you guys again tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for Waking Up with the Prophet. This room is ending in 3, 2, 1. Bye.